Uh. Live from Cool Boys Center. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. Or you'll be ice cold. Here come the Cool Boys. Just the young boy. What? <gasps> what? <gasps> so cool. Cool? Cool. So cool. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I see Cool Boys. Greetings, fuckboy nation, and welcome to another fucking installment of the Cool Bays Baycast, the Michael Bays Nose Edition. You know what I always like to say? That Michael Bay always likes to say, I go out there to win. People don't care if you die in this business. I make movies for teenage boys. Why isn't everything exploding? All real quotes. Um, oh, they're separate quotes? I thought it was like one rant. I'm Transformers <laughs> Revenge of the Falcon. And I'm Bad Boys Ballard. Ah! There was uh, the, that story of like the one of the first assistant directors or somebody on, on Pearl Harbor is like, well, you know, initially we were trying to, uh, they wanted to change up a style and shoot this kind of old fashioned like, we shot movies in the 50s and 60s, and that lasted till the end of the first day, and then it was just regular Michael Bay filmmaking. <laughs> and, and when asked about it, Michael Bay said, that's bullshit. I would never would have tried to change up my style. Pussies do that. No way. I love that. Oh, my God. Good for him. So Bay. So Bay. And Cool Bay Nation, if you want to reach out and hike the Appalachian Trail... Does that have to do with Bay or is that Gavin Newsom? I don't know. What is that referencing? I have no idea. With the cool Bay, email us at the cool boys podcast at gmail.com. It's weird. We have to put a pun to everything. Then we don't mess up with the actual email address because otherwise people will be emailing the cool Bay's podcast. At and G- we don't want them. gbay.com. They're at episode 32, Chesapeake, right now. It's a good episode. All about the Chesapeake Bay. Wait, what? The uh, Cool Bays podcast. It's a, it's a podcast all about like the coolest bays in the world. It's not even about Michael Bay. It's just about bays. Yeah, they like the Hudson Bay, San Francisco Bay, Monterey Bay. Yeah, what, you what's, know. What's the where where Teddy Kennedy killed that woman? Chesapeake. No, that's Chappaquiddick. Oh, oh Chappaquiddick. Is that's that a bay? a bay? That was an island. Well, it's like an inlet island. It's like connects to Martha's Vineyard. No, it's clearly the water it was where she drowned. There's a bridge. There's a bridge and uh, and uh, no uh, guardrails. So the car just slipped off uh, the side of it. Just slipped like a little, like slipped through the hole. Don't blame the rails, dude. The the bridge had holes in it, and the car slipped through the hole and went off the edge. It's not Ted's fault. No, <laughs> he was drunk. <laughs> To do with he it. didn't tell anybody for like a day. <laughs> I've heard he's a better driver when he's drunk. And he stayed. He's politics. more focused. He's 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 more himself. He can be one with the road. Fucking fucking politicians are evil. Does Michael Bay know that? Probably. I think so. We might find out which episode at night or which movie tonight in this episode. Yeah, cool he boys. May have known that tonight's about Michael Bay. It is. And uh, if you want to know more about Bay, go to https colon forward slash forward slash en dot Wikipedia. Yeah, if you want it in English. Fr if you want it in French. Es if you want it in Spanish. Dot org slash wiki slash Michael underscore Bay 
underscore mm-hmm. filmography. Yeah. Yep. And you'll uh, you'll get Michael Bay's uh, f- f- filmography. Why don't you read it again? Just to make sure like everyone got it. Uh, the the URL. Yeah, you know, it's someone's typing it in, and they like, oh shit, he went too fast. Nope, you gotta press. That's <laughs> that's why there's that 15 second back button. Go back and re-listen to uh, Phil reading uh, some uh, email or address, internet address. I don't know what the fuck it is. All right. So what what the hell is Michael Bay knows? Oh my god! If you go back to our spoiler cast for Songbird, um, you will maybe I think that's where we started talking about it, right? Where like it seemed like Michael Bay was just knew how kind of COVID was going to turn out. It's been referenced in other episodes too. Yes. I think, but... And then since then we did some more, I think. Um, yeah. And so we kind of, you know, got to a nice little lull point and thought, Hey, let's just do a Michael Bay episode. We can talk about what Michael Bay knows. And, and there's a lot of things. It seems like Michael Bay knows and he's been hinting and warning us for decades. And, we just thought he was showing us explosions in different, you know, frame rates. Well, the reality is he was trying to give us secrets and prepare us for the inevitable. And uh, we just didn't care. And most people wanted to, you know, give him a shitty review. And uh, those critics are probably going to be eating her hat soon when everything is revealed. No, the they'll end. still say he's a bad director. I mean, I, just for, you know. Yeah, our, our thoughts on this are in other episodes, but for, for just in case anyone's tuning into this podcast right now, like Nolan thought, thought we people did, uh, and, and I think Nolan also has, shares these sentiments. We are Bay fans, you and I, uh, huge it, it, as is as is Nolly, and yet uh, a lot of people out there just fucking hate Michael Bay. It's like it's it's kind of like hating, uh, I guess, the Patriots hating Tom Brady. You'd hate some somebody. Because it's it's good, but there's also people who just genuinely think his movies have like no value, that they have nothing redeeming about them, that they're not good. It, I, mean, I mean, like yeah, the people some some people probably give The Rock credit because it's like a solid action movie, but they, they think of Michael Bay as not part of the reason why The Rock's cool. Good screenplay, good acting, that kind of thing. But Michael Bay as himself is just, is just mindless explosions. Uh, and and has no no value as a filmmaker. Go and watch the Aaron Burr Got Milk ad, and you can see glimpses of brilliance of where, what Michael Bay really is as a filmmaker. He's a very kinetic filmmaker. And the joke, the Verizon Fios joke he made after he made Transformers, I think Revenge of the Fallen or right before Dark of the Moon, he did that commercial where he goes, you know, Michael Bay likes explosions and booms and making things go boom, and he just made everything explode around his house. Mm-hmm. He's like, awesome living room, awesome cat, blew up the tiger, awesome barbecue, you know, blew up the barbecue, all that shit, right? He's self-aware, yes. Totally self-aware. But that's not a commercial he even directed, right? That's just people mocking the the actual reality Michael Bay has become uh, in the zeitgeist in pop culture. But um, he really is just a a fantastic kinetic uh, director. I think he actually knows pace really, really well when it comes to directing. I think he is definitely one of those uh, – you could think of him as a, a militaristic director, very general-oriented in the way he commands his his uh, his his uh, production crews and, yeah. and, and cast members like essentially people in the in Navy or the, in the Army or whatever, any of the military, any branch of the, uh, the armed service. And um, I like that about him because he gets what he wants. His movies look great and his movies feel purposeful. 
Like he's doing well, they, everything purposeful. Yeah. Even and, if he's overshooting scenes and then cutting it later, he knows he's overshooting that scene to cut it later that way. He does, but he does overshoot. But he's 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 definitely a delegator. You know, with, with that's the one thing a lot of people like. I think criticize him for is that like he he feels like he's running you know a team he's running a crew of like five thousand people and he's delegating and realistically he could just not show up for all of let's say Age of Extinction maybe or the Last Nights and the people who's you know they know their jobs would be there and it would probably be the same at that point and I think that's that's where some of the criticism goes and yeah that is why I respect like. If, if the thinking man's Michael Bay, also we're a big fan of, Zack Snyder, he's often kind of thought of as like the the smart Michael Bay because they have similar similar visual styles and similar shooting styles. In some I also way. like to think of him as the more artistic Michael Bay in the sense that he's trying to go artsy with his visual style and make things look like paintings and comic books, screenshots, yeah. frames from comic books, while Michael panels... While Michael Bay is is just trying to wow you and hit all your senses, and honestly, Zach doesn't care about the four quadrants, but Michael Bay does. Michael Bay does care about the four quadrants for all, pretty much. What every are the movie. four quadrants, Felk? By the way, uh, four quadrants refers to a marketing schematic in, in which there are you know it's it, there's the top two which is young, bottom two is old, left is men uh, or left is women, and right is men. So young women, young men. Old men, old women. Yep. And and four means it appeals to all of them. And there are very few over and under twenty five. I mean, I, I, now, yeah, Michael Bay cares about the four quadrants, but like, I don't know that he really appeals to old women that much. I mean, there's no, few maybe four. Not. I mean, James Cameron is is a master of the four quadrants, both Avatar and Titanic. Spielberg is for sure too. Spielberg too. Yeah, ET all all is like real cloud. cloud I movies. guess you're right. When you say when what you said earlier Michael Bay's favorite quote of uh, I make movies for teenage boys. I guess he's considered only one quadrant. Yeah, he got it. That got it. Well, we're all dead of course, and we we still will we'll see well, I mean, I'm I, practically I, I, a teenage boy. We'll, we'll still see probably ambulance. I saw Six Underground, you know, because of I, Netflix. I, dude, fucking spoiler alert! I love Six Underground. Love it. I have seen every Michael Bay movie that he's directed. Same for you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who? You know, do I remember the the latter two Transformers? No. Oh, dude, last night is amazing. But uh, you know, we're we're in the quadrant that seen his movies. But yeah, like if if he's not, you know considered that much of a thinking man director and, and criticized more for being you know the the a manufacturer of corporate product and stuff i don't know i like that he's going six ambulance uh, six underground and, and ambulance those are two separate movies six ambulance uh but both imply that he wants to kind of go back to his roots uh and that he's obviously done with transforming things so yeah, I mean, I think we're gonna. I look forward to the next chapter of of, of Bayhem, You know, I think you're right, and and there's something really interesting about Six Underground too. It's um, we'll get into all I'm sure this later when we touch upon Six Underground, but the use of CGI doubles for uh, pedestrians being hit by cars feels like a reaction of him, uh, of his after to making killing a woman <laughs> the four Transformers films or five Transformers films, excuse me. Um, how dare I forget Age of Extinction? The five Transformers films, I feel like he... Oh, there's six, but he didn't make the last one. He didn't make Bumblebee, right? No. He just produced it. But, like, the ones he directed, 
you can tell that like throughout all of the car stunts and all the times there's like near misses with a with a you know a pedestrian or a, hit. Or a person in the other car, no one ever dies in those films as a as a as a you know a bystander. Yeah. In, in Six Underground, and that first well, except that one who got brain Italy. damage in real life. Dude, in, in that Italian car chase in Florence, it is amazing the amount of fucking bystanders get killed. You, you remember that he did brain damage a woman in, in uh, I think, the Dark of the Moon? Did he? Yeah, there was that woman who got uh, a, a cable uh, that was towing the car Alleged. broken. Alleged. No, she, she she got millions of dollars, but she has permanent brain damage. I mean, a cable Allegedly. went into her brain. What went to her brain? A, a cable that was towing her car that she was in. It's during the highway chase in Dark of the Moon. Oh, that's such a great chase. Uh, and, and yeah, where you think this is the big final action sequence and then you look at your watch and realize it's an only an hour and 10 minutes into a two and a half hour movie. Movie's moving real fast. Yeah, it's, and it's just like, whoa. Yeah, no, uh, they were towing a car and the, the cable that was towing the car uh, for, you know, collateral cars snapped and whipped back through the windshield into a woman's skull. She survived, but she has permanent brain damage. But she also got a cool $50 million from uh, Paramount. Oh, is it worth it, though, to have, like, all those PS5s no. just be like... And they're like, she said her name. And you're like, okay, <laughs> that's her name. And the fun part is to remember that the federal government took half that money. Aww. And you know what they did with it? They put it towards great public services. Yeah. Like teaching... Uh, people in ecuador to be less sexist <laughs> and racist they're so racist in ecuador probably oh yeah i mean jesus never they're been like, they're insanely racist i don't travel to those parts of the world and will never take a job in which i have to well i would love it okay let's get into the filmography so it was 1993 where a music video director slash commercial director decided He'd take his stab at a little feature film starring a couple uh, cool boys named Will Smith and Matthew Lawrence. Martin, Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. <laughs> Matthew Lawrence. Isn't that Joey Lawrence's brother? Yes. That'd be amazing. No, yeah, Martin Lawrence. Well, there's, Martin. Two, there's two Lawrence brothers. There, there are three Lawrence brothers. Yeah. So Joey Lawrence has two brothers. I was in Sherman Oaks uh, getting uh, dinner, and all three of them walked in. They had a show. Uh, yeah, and they must have been doing it at that time, I guess. Brotherly Love, I think it was called. Was that going on at the time when no. I would have been at Sherman Oaks? Probably. I have no fucking clue when Brotherly Love was hey, airing on whatever Christian network it was on or whatever. It was fun. It was nice to see them all together. Just hanging out. It was like, oh, that's good to see. They're actually brothers. Like, do do the Jonas Brothers really hang out? No. They hate do each they? other. Probably. Probably they do. They're brothers. They're so lovely. Um, okay, we're, we're off track here. Michael Bay. Bad Boys. Bad Boys. Brothers. 1995. Let's just, before we get into what was Michael Bay warning us about in this film. Not much. I think, it, I think it's very clear, actually. But Racism? What are your boys, Felk? I would say my boys are five out of five boys. I, I give it three. It's a solid action movie, but I don't think it's that good. What? Taylor Yeah, Taylor a big mark against it. Oh, she's, she's amazing. She's pretty meh. Wait, so you just hated Deep Impact? I did not think much of Deep Impact, that's for sure. You're telling me you don't watch Family Man every year for Christmas starring Nick Cage, Taylor Leone? Maybe it's just because she kind of 
I mean, it was probably the company it. more, but no, she, she, she's kind of like the Yoko to breaking up the X Files. So I've always held that against her. Oh, but now that we know that it was, you know, behind the scenes, the company was actually fucking Jillian Anderson and probably every hot girl who was on that show. Oh yeah, all the PAs. It's like, well, I get why she didn't want him on it anymore. On top of that, I'm sure he's doing like the bar scene up in Vancouver and just banging all the hotties are like, oh well, my it's kind of like you Mulder. You know how like in the gay scene in Miami in the '90s, it was it was you know. The, the phrase amongst the gays was oh have you been magic johnsoned for like having been because everybody magic johnson was just fucking every single guy there uh and uh whatever, whatever city maybe it wasn't miami whatever city he was in <laughs> during the 90s or 80s south beach i guess uh that's miami i think he got aids uh or hiv uh but uh yeah no i'm sure in vancouver in the 90s it was like who, who's gotten to covenant this week you know a lot of porn stars were on X-Files. As a, really? Oh, yeah. I pointed out some of them when we were doing our X-Files slash throwaway oh, yeah, show. Yeah, I do remember that. Yes. You know, it's just like... Uh, that, was, that was the company doing that. But, yeah, so that's why that's what I have against, say, Leone. Uh, Bad Boys is, is is fine. I mean, it, it's, it's... Core concept is dumb. If you were rich, the last thing you would do is be a cop for fun. Orlando, Florida looks like maybe if I'm just doing a real quick internet search. So who knows? Oh yeah, yeah, because Miami doesn't have a maybe it does have an NBA team. I don't know. I don't know basketball. Everybody, the Heat. Oh but yeah, I don't know. If, yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't know where. Who's Orlando have? Oh, the Magic. Orlando Magic. But yeah, I don't. I, I'm not 100 percent sure of where uh, he actually contracted AIDS. Yeah. Well, no one really knows for sure, <laughs> except Magic Johnson. May, maybe even not Magic Johnson. He like poured it into his like mouth. Which, are we giving boys for these? Did you give your boys for bad boys? Yeah, I gave it five. You gave it three. Okay, now let's let's talk about bad boys real quick. What he knew. And I don't think there's anything. What is Michael Bay warning us about? I think it's very clear. This is this is Black Lives Matter and how the police oh, are take shooting. Oh, seriously. Oh yeah, no, for sure. This is totally about like how the, the police brutality. It's not even I mean, touched upon in the movie. These the, these bad boys, these cops. Have been shooting everybody in this movie, and they and they shoot first, ask questions later, and they got their 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 chief all upset the whole time, played by Joe Pantoliano or whatever his name is. Yeah, like that's like like I think this was talking telling us about police brutality. This was look. Here's what's revolutionary about this movie. It was obviously the script was written for like it was like Dana Carvey and like uh, somebody else. It was supposed to be like standard white comedians or something, and it got went through all these revisions and. Michael Bay just had them say fuck every, you know, add, added all these fucks into it to make the Love it. the dialogue sound more more edgy and urban. But, like, it was riding a wave because there had been, what, I think I said at that point, three lethal weapons. Fourth one hadn't come out yet. And, and, uh, and all three Beverly Hills cops is what they were going on, like black cops. But typically you get one black cop or one black cop and a white cop. No one had done blow everybody's mind no one had done two black cops it is groundbreaking so like, it does have that on the racial side but other than that like they don't really deal with the race that much in the movie no not, I mean like I, I mean I, I you're I, reaching I, on this one I'd have to go back and rewatch it but I mean they're, they're black cops shooting white bad guys and I think he had to reverse the roles in 93 to be able to 95. warn us. Oh, is it 93? 
Yeah, my uh, Bad Boys '93, baby. Oh, wow. So I don't think you've gone to HTTPS. Uh, Wikipedia says it came out April 7, 1994. That's where I'm on right now and getting this information from. I think you entered the wrong information because Wikipedia Wikipedia says the release date was April 7, 1995. 1995? What did I say? 1993. No, I didn't. It says 95 in the doc. The doc state. What are you? You're doing Orwell shit. Changing things, memory hold it. I memory hold that ninety three. No, that's what's significant because he he made he like Bad Boys hadn't even come out. Paramount or whoever, you know. I guess it would have been uh, Chimney Rock. What what's the fucking name? Castle Rock. For what's, what? What's the name of of Disney's R rated? Oh, it was Hollywood Pictures, I think. Touchstone. Was it Touch? Yeah, Touchstone. Uh. Yeah. Uh. It was like. They, they 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 saw like the working cut of it and were like, "This guy's getting the big fucking summer blockbuster movie," and they gave and, and you know the Rock happened because the Rock was already like that was that was already an idea or two ideas that got merged into one movie. The Rock really? Well, two yeah. Like, can we get Sean Connery to play James Bond again? Kind of, and can and and the, there was like a uh, Die Hard on. Alcatraz movie and just like put that peanut butter that chocolate together and make it one movie and then Michael Bay got it because uh, Bad Boys was so good well what's the other thing that's going on in Bad Boys I guess it's the uh, escort service the human trafficking I guess or something maybe there yeah well I mean I'm or the drugs right there's drugs in it right yeah I mean look Michael Bay over under on whether or not Michael Bay has fucked a prostitute a high end prostitute and the over-under on whether or not Michael Bay has done coke, and it'd be high-end coke. I'm guessing uh, the sobriety and abstinence is a bet. It would be pretty, pretty, pretty crazy odds if that was true. Uh, I think uh, the safe bet is that Bay's both done drugs, which is a factor in Bad Boys, and probably fucked some really high-end escorts who also may have been playmates. Oh, dude, yeah. Well, his wife for a while, Lisa Durden or something, yeah, right? Yeah, you never, you never marry one. Well, I, I don't think he's still married, right? I, well, I, exactly. We should we should be looking this up at uh, that that uh, salary website, whatever that random Wikipedia right. site was. What Wiki was Bio. We Wiki, should find out what was, Michael Bay's Wiki wife situation Bio is right now. Wiki Bio Net Worth. Mm-hmm, that's it, Wiki Bio Net Worth. That's a great site. Such great information there. We can find out if he's a gay. He might be a gay. They, 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 they'll tell you that, too. Who was it? Was it Chaz? They said that he might be a gay. They weren't sure or yeah, something like might, that. They said a gay over and over again. So good. You never know. That's the truth. What are we seeing? Share your screen so I can see. Oh, oh, okay, fine. I want to see. That's more buttons for me to press. Sometimes it's the, the little dot 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 more. Sometimes it has its own little share screen. Depends on how big the window is. Oof. It's confusing. See, I don't. I, I can't find Wiki Bio Net Worth. Maybe I'll just go to it. Just type it and, in. And then search Bay in there. Yeah, I'm sure the search engine's fucking great. <coughs> well, I want to think about Bad Boys as being more about uh, has him warning well, us about police brutality. Okay, so it was not WikiBioNetWorth.com because that that uh, domain is currently available. And look, not that expensive either. Buy it. That's a little buy expensive. that site. It's it's just, just over three grand. Which, I mean, again, wouldn't be that bad. How did Michael Bay get so rich? 
Then they say like his his net worth is like five hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> and then went on to say for Michael Chad? Bay it was a well, you know for for Michael Bay. Wiki, get rid of bio. Type in just wikinetworth.com. That should do it. And then go into their celebrities tab. Am I spelling it wrong? Wikinetworth. Wikinetworth.com. Uh, Wikinetworth is a site. Yeah. Now click on celebrities, and then search there, I guess, or whatever for Michael Bay. All right. Hey. Okay. Let's see what happens here. Oh no, Michael Bay. Let's just make sure I didn't misspell it. Too much it information. They don't, they don't know. Okay, no. They misspell it. Yeah. yeah, I don't think this is this is the site. I don't think it was Wiki Net Worth. This looks too too good of site, honestly. It may have been updated. I have the link from the Chaz episode right here. That's why. Oh, really? Yeah. And it redirects yeah, Wiki, Wiki Net, Net Worth. Worth. Hmm. All right. Well, any, well okay. let's move on. <clears throat> let's move on. There was something on Michael Bay because I remember us reading that his net worth was five hundred thousand dollars, which seems low. I'm sure if you just type that into Google, it'll come up, right? Yeah, of course. Michael Bay net worth. I'm sure it's more than five hundred thousand dollars. Seven point eight billion. Oh no, those are his movies. Yeah, no, there's no way he's worth seven point eight billion dollars. Net worth four hundred and fifty million, according to CelebrityNetWorth.com. That's pretty good. His salary is sixty-five million per year. I don't know if he makes a salary. He's not even doing the rich man thing. Oh, because he only makes four hundred fifty million total in his life so far. Okay, that's why he's not that rich. Yeah, because the rich man thing is like, yeah, like a fifty thousand dollars salary. Yeah, I don't get that paid that much. I get paid probably the you know the, the least amount in the entire company. And then oh, it's because he got all that back. No, I think shit. it was this like investments, baby. It was celeb wiki gossip was the one that had the fucking crazy stuff. Bay's biggest career success has been directing the Transformers series with Steven Spielberg as a producer. I gotta say, Steven Spielberg and Michael Bay is a perfect marriage in the first Transformers film in 2007. It is a wonderful, wonderful um, a combination of Spielberg's amazement and and wow factor and Wait, what Michael is? Bay's like you know action and Shia is playing in a Spielberg film and in a Michael Bay film so yeah. seamlessly. It's amazing. No Michael Bay fucking site on Slab Wiki Gossip either. Boy, he is just not fucking popular. Alright, I'm gonna keep looking. Just just people just don't like him. It's not his fault. It's not, not not his issue though. He's he's banging hotties every night, you know? It's not a big problem for him. He doesn't give a fuck. I was I was trying to see oh dude, he's got English Mastiffs and he lives in Miami. Hmm. And he donated his bar mitzvah money to an animal shelter, and it often includes his dogs in his films. Wait a second. That's true. Wait a second. Bar mitzvah money. <laughs> Michael Bay's a Jew? Uh, well, according to allpedia.org, Michael Bay was born in Los Angeles. He was raised by his adoptive parents, Harriet, a child psychiatrist and owner of a bookstore, and Jim, a certified public accountant. I thought you were about to say a certified Jew. CPA. <laughs> Bay was raised as a Jew. He is a Jew. <laughs> he's, he's not a gay. He's a Jew. Yeah. Wow. This is my favorite thing under personal life. I, I'm still sharing screen, so. Bay yep. lives in Los Angeles and Miami with its two bull mastiffs. Oh, my God. Miami. Miami's bull mastiffs are there. It's two bull mastiffs, Bone Crusher and Grace. Named after the characters of Transformers and Armageddon, respectively. 
Wait. As a child, he donated money from his bar mitzvah to an animal shelter. Which 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 transformer was Bone Crusher exactly in? And uh, um, fuck I think I it's know. Revenge of the Fallen, right? Mm. We gotta do this uh, the same. We're going through the movies and talk. I mean, you have the stuff for some of these. Some of these there is stuff, but we've already touched upon it. Oh yeah, we have to, oh yeah. Oh my god, that's the one that Optimus fights in the first film on the freeway, Dr. and then Optimus Mas. like takes his head off. Optimus. That's right. a great Let's scene. Move on. So Let's famous. Let's do the next Michael Bay movie, which is The Rock. So yeah, The Rock. What do you think, The Rock? What he was warning us about? Chemical weapons, maybe. Um, I think it's very clear. It's not James Bond. It's not chemical weapons necessarily. Could be maybe, but I I don't think it's any of that. I don't think it's the FBI who was warning us about the FBI. I don't think he was warning us about. I think he was warning us about. Hey, who killed JFK? Yeah. Well, I mean. He's certainly not the only person who has questioned that. Nope, but I think, I think he knows something about that. Yeah, um, the, the things mentioned in that thing, or the alien landing at Roswell, the JFK. Uh, no, the JFK thing is is only mentioned at the end. Correct. It's, what, what is what is uh, that that uh, government microfilm? guy say? Yeah, the microfilm. He's like he knows the truth about the alien landing at Roswell. The he says other things in there too, right? I think he does. Yeah. I'll look it up right now. But, uh, yeah, it's at the end when, when uh, Nick Cage says, Hey, baby, my hot Mexican wife. Oh, amazing. You want to know who really killed JFK? Implying it's someone in the public like sphere. Like, like there's, there's a photograph of like someone recognizable, like Frank Sinatra <laughs> shooting JFK or somebody. This, this is what Womack says. Womack. This man knows our most in, intimate secrets from the last half century. The alien landing at Roswell, the truth behind the JFK assassination. No. Mason's angry. He's lethal. He's a trained killer. Okay, so and it is just JFK. the only hope that we have got. So I think all three of those things, right? Mason, aliens, JFK, I think they're all important, right? Mason's? Mason's? The Freemasons killed JFK is an actual thing, right? Yeah, and like Alien Landing at Roswell, which is practically now seems to be true. I don't know much about the, what the Freemasons are, or what they do. I know, I know the germs on Smithers' face say Freemasons run the country, <laughs> and I never, never knew what that uh, what, the, what those germs were saying because that voice was so high pitched until I put captions on uh, as a kid and, and uh, was like, oh, what's a what's a Freemason? Wait, that's Simpsons, right? Yeah. The germs what on Smithers' face. Uh, it's uh, Springfield with a dollar sign. Spelling the S when uh, Burns oh, does a it's, casino. It's Burns. Yeah, yes. Burns becomes uh, Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes, yes, yeah, at uh, the end of his career. And, and I made the spruce goose yeah. or whatever. Oh, the spruce moose. Hop in. Hop in. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls the gun. Uh, pulls an Alec Baldwin almost on Smithers. Yeah. Oh, that's just My favorite too thing soon. about the Alec Baldwin thing. Too soon. He literally, he's like, he's like, so what, is, what am I going to do here? I, I, I pull my gun out and I go, bang. And that's when he shot her in the stomach with a Colt forty-five. The loaded gun, a bullet that's supposed to shoot someone in the stomach and kill them. I thought he shot her in the head. No, he shot her in the stomach and apparently started just bleeding out real bad. Well, it was a through and through. It went through her stomach and out some other side, and then hit the director in the shoulder. They pulled the bullet out of the director's arm. Guns, yeah, should be treated with respect. Hey, Alec. gun control or fun control? That's yeah. what I say. Uh, yeah, The Rock says he's not going to allow any more real guns on his sets. 
Not for his uh, production company sets, yeah. Yeah, which is like... Um, Everything. I mean, it, he just accidentally beats someone to death in this next one. He hasn't used guns in a long time in his films as a character, but other people have guns in his films. No, he's usually punching people. He doesn't My really... My guess is that he's probably had a few close calls on set, and after seeing this one, he's like, fuck that moving forward. Margot Robbie... In the Suicide Squad, um, the Suicide Squad, yeah. gag reel, she's spinning around, shooting off her blanks, and clearly a few of them go off in a way she was not expecting, because she stops and looks at the camera and goes, <laughs> like, oops, <laughs> I don't know what happened there, but the gun really fired. And today, well, they, those may have been, I mean, they, it's not just necessarily blanks, so it's going to have been like cap guns or whatever. But so blanks like a, and dummy rounds, yeah, they the, can be if misused can be violent no matter what yeah so but that's not even what was used in the Alec Baldwin situation I think that was a bullet people. that's it the problem it was, live, it was a live round yeah it wasn't it wasn't like people were comparing it to you know the the, the Brandon Lee situation where, where like that was a freak accident where you know like the half of the the, the the cartridge of the blank got stuck in the barrel and acted as the bullet for the next round it was like yep. it was like a one in a million shot that that would even happen Michael Massey, that actor, yeah. killed Brandon Lee and has to live with that shit forever. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you know, what with Vic Morrow, you know, like that was a helicopter blade. You can still get killed, The Rock, you know. I'm talking oh, to Dwayne sure. Johnson. It's not like, I mean, look, Michael Bay fucking whipped the cable into a into a girl's <laughs> head. You know, it's it's not like, oh, movies are safe now. We're using rubber guns, everybody. But you're, 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 like the Twilight Zone isn't accurate, right? Like the reference of the helicopter blade, because like the reality is, is you know Toby Hooper allegedly is over on the side getting like sucked off like big time, and they're like, Mister Hooper, Mister Hooper, the shot's ready. Should we go? Should we go? He's like, Oh, I'm about to go. I'm about to go. They're like, Go, go, go. But no one was ready. Wait, Toby Hooper? And, yeah, Toby Hooper. He was the guy that that was filming that scene. In what scene? In in Twilight Zone. No, that was John Landis. I thought it was Toby Hooper that shot that scene. No, it was John. It was John. It was the John Landis one. Uh, I am one hundred percent sure that was the John Landis one. That he has to live with that the rest of his life. You are always one hundred percent sure. Well, no, because Max Landis has talked about how people still tweet at him like, "Hey, your dad killed a guy and two kids." It was Toby. No, it wasn't Toby. You kidding me? Toby would never fucking be able to work like again if he had done it. Oh he yeah, was on drugs. Toby didn't direct a single one of those. Uh, yeah, it was just shorts. It was uh, John Landis used to work. Yeah, Toby Hooper didn't Jordan direct Miller. any of them. Uh, it, it was it was uh, Gremlins guy. Uh, the reality is, is the whole Twilight Zone the movie sucks balls with the exception of George Miller's ending. No, the George Miller doesn't do the ending one. He does the 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 opening or no, he has the second one. The first Wait, one's Spielberg. Does- who does the end one then with the gremlin? That Dante? Yeah, Joe Dante does the last one, but that's for the kid who who can you know manifest everything. The Simpsons no, did that one too. Nightmare at twenty thousand feet was directed by George Miller, yeah. starring John Lithgow. Yeah, but it's not the first mo- movie. The the last that's the one. last one I said. No, that's not the last one. The last one's the segment four. It's segment four. It's the last one. Segment four. No, segment five is the last one. There is no segment five. Seg- segment one's the opening. You're talking about the John Landis um, uh, uh, inter- uh, like changes or whatever the fuck he has, Wait. like the little interstitials. But segment f- there's only four segments, and the fourth segment is is uh, George Miller. It's the uh, twenty thousand feet. I may be remembering the order of them wrong. I'm looking at Wik- a Wikipedia right now. Wikipedia says. Wikipedia says Ballard's right. 
Okay, yeah, I had the I had the order of these wrong. Maybe I've watched these in different orders then. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you watched the Machete version <laughs> that someone like recut it. Well, I was right about who directed the the de- who caused the death of Vic Morrow. Oh yeah, John Landis for and, sure. And yeah, two Toby children. Hooper's not involved in this at all. Yeah. No, because he I could have sworn Toby Hooper was involved with this, but I must be mixing my Poltergeist shit. Yeah. Because Poltergeist has its own series of terrors around it as well. Well, yeah. Of course. Can we get back to the Michael Bay or or, or just abandon this and just talk whatever? No, cause... no, we're good. Michael Bay, The Rock. We talked about it already. JFK, Masons, and Roswell. He All clearly right. was telling us about that. And just so everyone knows, like, there's a reason <laughs> the Biden administration just said, hey, guess what? Yeah, we're not releasing the the JFK papers. Because, uh, as Joe Rogan put it, clearly some motherfucker is still alive and doesn't want to be outed yet. So, guess what? You're waiting another fucking, I don't know, however many years. Fucking 10 years, 25 years, another 50 years. I don't know. But... You're not finding out about what, who killed JFK, and that's the other thing that's that's obviously very poignant. Everyone keeps saying about this too, is that um, the fact that they're hiding these papers pretty much is uh, self-evident of what what they're hiding. They don't want you to know something, and you can only imagine. All right, do Armageddon. It's their involvement. You're gonna talk about your KY ninety five or whatever KY jelly, uh, whatever the the letters and numbers that make up that asteroid that you always talk about. Apophysis? Oh, that's not... Well, I thought it was a number letter one. Or letter number uh, one. Uamua is the asteroid. Oh, you're talking about Armageddon? Yeah, Armageddon. This is the next one. Yeah, Apophysis. Yeah, it's like Apophysis 9999 or some shit. Yeah. No. Apophis. I forget how you say it, but it's the... Uh, it, I'll look it up. Apophis asteroid. Yeah, Armageddon is for sure about Apophis. 99942 Apophis. Huh. It is a near Earth asteroid, and it seems like now, as time has gone by, that we have more information. It seems like it's probably likely not to hit still, but it isn't stopping China and Russia from building out their, uh, you know, plans for a potential uh, impact. Um, especially since the debris field would be over their countries, it would mean that their skies would be lit on fire. Mm. Um, we've seen similar shit uh, that happened, like in 2014, over Russia. Um, where the uh, asteroid entered uh, the atmosphere. Yeah, they're always hitting Russia, it seems like. It's a, well, they, they cover a lot of the Earth. They have uh, the biggest country, the biggest land. Um, and so... We're not, uh, but yeah, it's not like we're tidy in comparison. How come America never gets to know them sweet asteroids? We do. Maybe our government just does a better job shooting them out of the sky. Maybe. I have no idea. Uh, Isra- but, uh, Israel's never going to get destroyed by an asteroid. Dude, Iron Dome. Iron Dome is amazing. Yeah. Iron Dome footage is fucking amazing to watch. It is wild. That is wild to watch. I highly recommend. <laughs> that would be a, a very different YouTube. Armageddon. This is instead of like roughnecks, you know, like oil, like tough oil workers. Yeah. They had to go to like the Jewiest Jewish scientists and oh, send them awesome. into space. And it's like oh. I thought you were gonna say Rico's roughnecks. No, no, I was gonna say no because we're talking about the Iron Dome. Is like we we need the people who built the Iron Dome to save us. It's just like a bunch of fucking Steves and it's like getting high and being like, <laughs> I, th- I think the asteroid, we got, it's bad. <laughs> but remember, what did World War Z teach us? <laughs> there's the 10th man, so there's that one guy that's getting stoned and has to go, wait a minute, what if uh, it isn't bad? And they're like, oh, this guy's on to something and he fucks up everything. I have a sinus the 10th man. <laughs> I can't help right now. Yeah, Armageddon is definitely the uh, Michael Bay is warning us about uh, near Earth objects and near Earth collisions with uh, <clears throat> asteroids. 
uh, slamming into our planet. Um, what's the difference between a meteoroid and an asteroid? A meteoroid is small, an asteroid is fucking large. Um, and what's the difference is... between a comet and an asteroid? What? What's the difference between a comet and an asteroid? An asteroid is uh metals and elements like that while a comet is just ice flying and projecting itself through gas that's lighting on fire and melting and the the whatever chemicals that are frozen on it are being heated up by whatever star it passes by and that creates more uh propelling mm. uh so that launches that motherfucking comet throughout you know our galaxy and some are interstellar they, they bounce in and out that's wrong the correct answer is the difference between a comet and an asteroid is one you want Gerard Butler to deal with and one you oh. want Bruce Willis to deal with. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a fucking chair bear for sure. Give me that. Mm-mm-mm. I'm a fucking uh, tart. Give me oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you rather fuck? You know there's a sequel to Greenland coming out? How? <laughs> it takes place following that That plot's concluded pretty nicely. Gerard Butler has to help repopulate the world apparently because his semen is so good and strong and powerful that it, so most of the movie is there's another one coming women. like how do you make a that's, a that's a bad idea no here's the other reason the mothership comet is coming this time and it's upset for the baby comet for being killed it's like Jaws like <clears throat> each Jaws movie is another Jaws family member coming in to you know, avenge the death of the other Jaws family members. Well, revenge is mentioned in two and mentioned constantly in four. Nobody ever actually mentions revenge in Jaws three. It's just coincidence. Interesting. I mean, they go to like the, the brothers work at uh, a Sea World. It's actually they a Sea World, and yeah. are deliberately involved in capturing a great white shark to keep in captivity. So it's like Dennis Quaid. They, they go after it. Yeah, it's Dennis Quaid too, a young little Dennis Quaid doing it. Yeah, he plays the uh, the little brother grow, uh, the little boy grow up, Mikey or whatever the fuck, one of those guys. He plays the older brother, I think. Um, I uh, it, that movie's horrible. Jaws three is fucking horrible, but that's the one that la- last had the lasting uh, impact on me. The most, the biggest impression. Not was one. Because <laughs> uh, that one, I thought, oh my god, if it can get into that fucking water park slash aquarium world, yeah, then it can get into get my to a bathtub. Pool? Yeah. Not your, not your bathtub. Oh, I, or or my or my or my yeah or my you know granddad's pool. Absolutely, yeah. So, oof, that one scared the shit out of me. So you didn't, and, you, you're not you you, don't, you didn't live in the like sixty miles or however many miles I grew up away from the Gulf, uh, where like, you know, obviously uh, no no sharks are gonna be in pools, but pool gators are like something that happened like yeah to, to like you know like, like one out of every school had. That one kid who's like, you got a gator in the pool, took a Polaroid of it. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's my favorite thing when you like watch videos on um, YouTube, and it's like those video blogs, those vlogs, and you see the people that are, live in Florida, and the people that live in like a nice house in Florida have that like special like glass mesh dome thing that goes around their pool to prevent the fucking pythons from showing up into their pools oh, yeah. and gators from like showing up in their pools and whatever other fucking crazy giant wildlife is going to show up in your pool and I think to myself I'm like oh yeah you kind of have to protect yourself in those areas no oh, yeah from from like I mean that, Galveston wildlife. has a fucking massive net system just to keep the sharks out dude oh yeah that's so cool I love that in the Pacific Coast they have like mako nets and shit like that to keep the makos out uh, away from beaches but um not Newport like <laughs> the richest fucking videos, beach though if like in, like I don't know where but definitely Gulf states 
where there shows like people hanging out in their pool and a fucking gator like comes up behind them at night and like jumps in the water and starts attacking like this girl and the dude like jumps out and the girl like swims to the other side of the pool and the gator's like circling back and coming back at her and like biting at her she's trying to get out of the pool and it's like that's the shit you gotta deal with that's fucking crazy that's the shit you deal with in Florida gators attacking you while you're fucking just trying to get your blowjob on in the fucking pool Texas has that too it's 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 I mean all along the the Gulf Gulf Stream baby speaking of Gulf Stream yeah Pearl Harbor. Uh, Michael Bay owns uh, a Gulfstream G550 jet. No, of course. He's got that G5, like a G5. Um, so, yeah, Armageddon is definitely about near, uh, you know, near-Earth asteroids, in my opinion. I think that's him warning us about that. Um, we do have some years ago before we have more information yeah. on Apophysis. Um, but that is that is something that's heading our direction. Moving on. In 2001, Pearl Harbor was granted to us in beautiful, glorious 35-millimeter prints. Yep. And in 2002, on DVD only, you got to see Pearl Harbor, the director's cut. Felk, have you seen the director's cut of Pearl Harbor yet? I have not. Well, here's what Michael Bay was warning about. Is it actually called the director's cut? I thought he had Final Cut. It's it's a longer movie, Hmm. um, but also it's R, because it is absolutely fucking violent. Michael Bay was warning us about this film about the violence of war. That's how come he made this into a PG-13 film and that later he could release as an R film so you could see it yeah, I was and wondering go, that's right. How you're going to spend what, what Pearl Harbor, bad. a movie about an event pretty far in the past, was warning us about. He's warning us about war. <clears throat> what was it? December 7th, 1941? A day that will live in infamy, right? I don't remember it. I probably got that wrong. I thought you would know Pearl Harbor off the top of your head. Uh, I used to off the top of my head. I think it's, yeah, December 7th. Yeah, 1941. I got it right? Yeah. Wow. Pretty drunk, You too. did it. You did it, big boy. The other thing I think Michael Bay was warning us about was that uh, FDR could actually walk, and it was all fake all along. <laughs> I think what he was worrying about, or so historically, historically, yeah, one of the the controversial changes in the movie is that the 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 Japanese the zeros right yeah zeros targeting the hospitals and civilians mm-hmm. they didn't do that they just went after the military installations they wouldn't have been shooting at hospitals but he did it he was like I want to heighten the danger <laughs> well he also put pilots in the air the, the, well they no they had some pilots in the air right did no American pilots get in the air. I think there was like maybe one squadron that was doing training missions. Yeah. But they didn't actually get to any dogfighting. They like by the time they showed back up, everything was done practically, if I recall right. Hmm. And then that's pretty egregious, I suppose. Someone else just did it too recently. Who else just did Pearl Harbor and they also like fucking had pilots Seems in the like air? You should have had your main Indianapolis. Wait, I think it was um not Indian um Midway. Didn't Mid- we watched Midway? Do we? Did you watch Midway? I, I have not watched Midway. Midway. No. Oh my god! I'm pretty sure Midway has like. That's not about Pearl Harbor, too. is it? Or that's about that. It starts Midway. off with Pearl Harbor. Oh really? Yeah. It actually has the very beginning is Pearl Harbor. Well, then I think you're what, wrong. You're getting. What, I mean, what are you? You weren't there. Where are you getting your sources from? Where are my sources from? Yeah. I, I have history books. I think, if I recall. Yeah, exactly. History is meaningless now. M- Michael Bay knew. Michael Bay knew, and he also knew. I th- I think. 
he is telling us that yes, the Japanese actually did target civilians and actually did shoot at hospitals, but we're not allowed to say that because part of, you know, an agreement. Oh, maybe. You know, he's worked with Sony. He's worked with like various Japanese companies and stuff. He's got contracts. He can't, he can't give all the information and more importantly, America can't give all the information because partly because, you know, the internment camp situation we don't look so mm. good there either hiroshima may have been an overreaction to pearl harbor you know so that, you're saying michael bay was warning us about war censoring yeah that's a good way to put it yes i'm saying he's maybe I saying like like because like, because you know a few five transformers movies later he he gives us another real world war it's a first, it takes a while till he comes back to an actual not war but battle to an actual mm-hmm. like historical battle and when he does it's another one that's been heavily censored in terms of its facts interesting all right well let's get to that in a moment moving on 2003 pilots were in the air on pearl harbor and did shoot down planes confirmed rafe rafe, rafe was and, there for sure uh, whatever the other was rafe ben affleck rafe yeah rafe was ben affleck oh my god what was oh yeah Josh what Arnett's. was fucking what was uh, uh, Josh Hartnett's character? Oh my God! It was um, Danny. Is that right? Know. Rafe and Danny, because he says Danny when he's like dying, doesn't he? Danny, he's like screaming Danny. Ben Affleck screaming Danny at him or whatever. I guess swore he was. Maybe I'm wrong. It's all anyways. About, it's just swapping calm with your your brother, you know, and the same girl. They did. They loved it. I oh, just made this baby, but I died during the Doolittle raid. So now you're going to raise my baby. It also felt kind of like I just put a baby in her, but maybe you should just come on the baby inside of her, and then I'll come inside the baby. You'll come inside the I baby. I mean, that's, like, that's, you know, that's roulette. You know, you just, you, it is. Like, that, that chick fucked 10 girls in one night, and, you know, she'll never, you're not going to get all those guys the blood test. Wait, that what? chick fucked 10 girls that No, night? no, no. I'm just talking about a random chick. I'm talking, you know, Jerry Springer shit. Like, you are the father. It's like... I love that. That's Maury. Well, I'm sure Jerry did episodes like that, too. He, he must, but Maury's the best. Maury's the one you who's... Are yeah, not you're, no, the you're right. Maury's the one who's known for that. Yeah, you are the father. The person just cries. It's like... That kid will see that someday. <laughs> I know. On YouTube. Probably cut to, like... Uh, Frankie goes to Hollywood by Ballard. <laughs> oh my Rest God. in peace, Maury. <laughs> Video. That's the best. All right, That's let's move best. on the island. This one's actually a real. No, one. no, we not the island. We have Bad Boys too. What, what? Okay, do this one quick. How are you gonna spin Easy. this one? Police militarization. What is the whole third act about? Time to start mounting up and taking the fight to the streets itself. We're going to Cuba and we're doing it off the books and they over militarized and he's definitely warning us about police militarization. Wait, is the third act in Cuba? I thought it was in Miami. I think it's Cuba. No, it's two Miami it's, police it's can't country. go into Cuba to fight crime. He does. He goes to Cuba. That's the whole point at the end of the movie when they have to go to the border and they and they get shot by the the uh the uh um fucking Guantanamo Bay soldiers that are like right there at the gates that shoot them. The whole ending of of Bad Boys Two is in Cuba. It's the best part. They drive through the favelas of Cuba and shit like that, blowing up yeah, all those yeah, homes. Yeah, that's in Cuba. I was shocked. Yeah. It's a little weird. It was, but I, I think that's what he's warning us about, is that, like, in 2003, he's like, dude, you guys got to chill out with your police militarization because soon they're going to be shooting all the black people, 
all the dogs. Like you're just every every, every if you, if you're not white, you're dead later. Michael Bay's warning us. Speaking of white, I mean, yeah, the opening of this movie it, it implies that not only is there a very active clan in 2003 but they're kind of like a mafia like they actually are like an actively involved in like the crime world and now that's is michael shannon look, that's true member? of like yeah that that's more neo-nazi like prison gang shit like uh like the uh breaking bad villains you know um like that's real like the the swastika tats from guys who are like hardcore it's just a racial gang it's like you know like the crips and the bloods are all black and then there's the fucking Aryan Brotherhood is what they're called. Like that, that, it's a prison gang. They don't wear clan hoods. I mean, the ones who do don't have like an organized structure where they're doing like gun running and like actual crime. So that was kind of uh, I don't know fantastical, but also maybe what half Democratic voters thinks really happens in the world, where like there's like an actual like there's like a million clan members in the United States. It's like it's like sixteen dudes who no one wants to be friends with anymore. Well, it turns out some of some of the, it seems like some of those uh, South Carolina bad boys out there that were quote unquote neo Nazis were actually Democrats posing. It seems like allegedly. Yeah, I mean that's it's it's usually false flags with the Klan. Now, now right. the, the neo Nazi stuff, I think that, that's DNC real. That's like an actual right? prison gang stuff. I'm assuming Breaking Bad is fairly accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, what's Uncle Jack and Jesse mm-hmm. Plemons? You know, Jesse Plemons, Uncle Jack, like like mm-hmm. those kind of dudes. But like, you know, like in in most of this information is coming from yeah, you know, like that and Oz and stuff. But like, I I just th- this this movie, Bad Boys Two's concept of the Klan was so fucking weird. It was like they were act they were like a they were doing like actual like organized crime, <laughs> like a big like gun deal. That's what they break. Oh yep. no, and 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 distributors of ecstasy. They, yeah, they were, and that, that was, that's how the drug connection happens throughout the film. But yeah, they were gun running. But yeah, it was Michael Shannon was like one of the the, the head actors of the uh, the clan that gets played back in the film. It comes back later, I think. I don't remember why, but he does come back later. In Bad Boys Two, it's Michael Shannon. It's Michael Shannon. Yeah, he's the KKK guy that they yeah. arrest and then they bring back by the like second act, third actor. For I would Shannon. not want to deal with him in person. I, I bet he's scary in real life. All right, well, moving on to 2005, the I oh, we didn't do our boys for any of these. Let's do some quick boys. So, The Rock, I would do five out of five boys. Same, film, five out of five. Five out of five. Um, Armageddon, uh, coming out of the theater, Baby Boy Ballad, five out of five boys. I love the uh, Armageddon. Every, it had everything. That was fucking everything. I I'll give it four and a half. Really like, the, really like Armageddon, but yeah, it's a, a flawed movie, but it's, it, even its flaws are fun, so. Pearl Harbor, I'm only rating the director's cut, um, and I, I think the director's cut brings back the violence, and it brings back a few more things, and... I'll give that actually a five out of five, um, but if I were to base it off Pearl Harbor, that's almost realistically like a one out of five. It's not that great yeah. of a movie. How about you? I'll give it three and a half. I've only seen the theatrical cuts. I find the movie entertaining, it, but it, it's in a so good it's bad kind of way. And then also other times it's like, okay, this shot shouldn't be cool. This is a cool shot, Michael, but this shot shouldn't be cool because it's a bomb going into a U.S. battleship. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And it's about to break the back. Yeah, and of the ship and and and, and kill all these uh, sailors and, and drown them. It's like, um, what if we did a fucking POV shot of the t- of the plane going right into that tower? It's like disrespectful. Yeah. Oh no, we're gonna track the plane. We're gonna follow right behind it, perfectly right behind it, and then as it hits the tower, we're gonna go into the building 
and then look at all the people as they are melting alive from the jet oil or yeah, the jet fuel yeah. burning. I mean, it's going to be hardcore. It's the big thing of like st stylization versus you know uh, shooting it like documentary is a massive uh, like like Paul Greengrass in '93 like. Saving Private Ryan. If you were, well, yeah, it's, it's Saving Private Ryan. Opening, yeah, opening. Like shooting it like you're there is so much more respectful than over stylizing anything that's historical, and that's why Michael Bay is a bad fit for anything historically accurate. Although he works for Thirteen Hours, I think works, but he does change up his style for Thirteen Hours. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, he doesn't go for the wow shot like he did with Pearl Harbor no, several times. No, he doesn't. Um. Okay. Uh. Bad Boys Two. I like this movie, but it is unnecessary. Do it. Oh, we're doing boys. It's not a good movie. Okay. And it and and truly, no, I don't like it at all. Perfect on its own. I give Bad Boys Two one out of five boys. I don't like it. I find the movie unpleasant. Uh, and, and I, I mean, I just really dislike Martin Lawrence's character in the movie. There's that part where he's. Uh, Would you give it then? Uh, I'll give it one and a half. I, I think it's Michael Bay's probably his worst movie, uh, yeah. worst non Transformers movie. And uh, yeah, there's a part where. Um, it's Martin Lawrence's daughter is going on a date with like a like a 16, 15 year old boy and she, she's like 15, 16 and he's just like humiliates and threatens and really is mean to that boy and I'm just like Long with Will Smith yeah I'm like I, who acts like a drunk look, uncle you you have a daughter I don't I don't have a daughter but I, I just think that that's like that that to me didn't come across as like protective dad it crossed into like sadomasochistic the way he treats that character that scene really colored the rest of the movie and there's also that stupid like gay panic scene where they're at, at like a Sears and, and you're like my dick hurts and like my, my asshole hurts Martin Lawrence it's Will Smith right. and they're on and like the a camera's on them. the camera's on and, and, and there's you know a sassy all black the TVs, woman like, y'all motherfuckers TVs need y'all motherfuckers need Jesus she says I'm just like yep. Michael Bay's view on race is both insensitive but also like really like i mean obviously it's cartoonish. he's not racist is he well maybe he is racist it's uh, revenge of the fallen gets me to the point where i kind of think the, the guy i like might be racist the guy for a guy who started his career with a movie starring two black people his movies are suspiciously racist but he also it's like the stereotypes are so cartoonish that they're like it's cartoonish over the top like Eddie was it Eddie Griffin at the opening of, of Armageddon where he's just like it's like a yes. minstrel show practically yes yes yeah but Eddie Griffin did that I mean he took the paycheck yeah no it's because it is cartoonish but like the thing about Bad Boys 2 is it's too cartoonish he goes almost too animated like the scene in which the reggae like the reggae gang fights Martin Lawrence and Will Smith and the camera just cannot stop rotating around that room from room to room to room to room to room to room like it maybe does like five or six rotations that's too much like he went too far with that and I love his I love his style I love his trope of the spinning around shot while someone's rising up and the camera's looking up at them I love that. Mm -hmm. I think that fucking shot's awesome. And it's a, and when used right, it's incredibly dramatic. Kate Beckinsale gets it in Pearl Harbor when the when during the attack on Pearl Harbor. Yes. It's too intense. It's actually he does like a Vaseline smear on the lens for her. It's the only time he ever did that. But like he spins around her for like the anxiety of it. Bad Boys has the best one of all time. Nick Cage does a pretty good one after he crashes the moped and the uh, and the streetcar crashes and he gets up. Uh, or no, it's after the streetcar crashes, but then he takes the moped. Armageddon has it when it's um, Bruce Willis is actually 
searching and hearing in the radio in his earpiece. He can hear chatter, and he's looking around to try to see if there's another team coming around the ridgeline of the asteroid, and that's when he does the 360 around yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. But Bad Boys 2, we get into the joke of it all. Like, now he's just circling like it, yeah, these guys it, it, endlessly. It, yeah, that's the shit just got real line. Um, Bad Boys 2 is, is both a parody of Michael Bay's movies, uh, but also... It's it's just too far. It's he needed a reset after. after he must Bad Boys. love it though. It must be like one of his favorite seriously because in a Revenge of the Fallen, it's one of the movie posters on Shia LaBeouf's wall. Is it Bad Boys Two? Not the first Bad, Bad Boys, Boys Two. Oh. Not even Bad Boys. Bad Boys Two That's is a little specifically weird. Bad Boys Two is. That's a little weird. Uh, all right, let's move on for, to the island because I actually have so the island's a really easy one. It's a really really easy one. This is simple. Virginia Guffrey has said that Jeffrey Epstein, before he died, may he rest in peace, he said that to her that he essentially had cloning facilities in Mexico. Oh, yeah. And, sh- like, if I mean, some people would like to say Virginia Guffrey shouldn't be trusted at all because she's a lying little whore. Who is she? And she deserves everything she gets. She's one of the women that Ghislaine and Jeffrey had running amok all over Prince Andrew. Looking for other girls? No, no, she was doing Prince Andrew. She's done. She was a recruiter too. too. I mean, why? Why should she? No, not she's be just a girl. She was just a young girl that was being abused no, sexually. See, then why are you like? I, we shouldn't trust her. Why did you say that? No, I'm 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 being facetious. Oh, okay. I'm saying like you know, obviously, if you're gonna trust her about the whole Epstein thing, you should probably trust the thing that when she says Jeffrey Epstein claims he had cloning facilities in Mexico. Yeah, but he also was a sociopath, so maybe he was just fucking with people and would lie. He was like he was a liar. Uh, you know, see, Felk, I would have thought the same thing had this, you know. You told me this in 2005 or 2010 or 2015 or 2020, maybe not anymore. Here's what I don't like, though. The cloning facilities would be in China, not Mexico. Uh, where do you think China does a lot of their shit? Like, yes. The cartel say, runs say, Mexico. Say, I mean, the cartel runs sections of Mexico. You want to hear the scary thing? If you're going to clone people, so, you need power. Here's the, here's you need like a, thing, a constant power supply. Their power goes out all the time. China has several several hands deep in the cookie jar in Mexico. Sure. Lithium is huge in Mexico. The lithium mines in Mexico are huge. Where are you going to get lithium ion batteries from? Uh, you got to get them from those mines because they're literally the, the batteries are in the mines. You just get them out of the rock and there's a perfect battery and everything. No. But like, like China's got their hands deep in Mexico. Guess here's the fucked up part is if China is the villain in this story, who's the hero? The cartels. Because the Mexican Freedom government fighters. is hands deep into China as well. Yeah. I mean, they do, you know, sell children for sex slavery, too. So, but. but either China's the good guy and the cartels are the bad guys, or the cartels are the good guys and the Chinese are the bad guys. But or, or Ballard, Chinese, I'm going to blow your mind here. There the are bad? no good guys and no! everyone's bad. <laughs> the world is full of good guys and bad guys. Here's the reality, right? China is essentially the corporate the corporate invasion, uh, the invading force of on Mexico and the cartels are the, you know, domestic corporate force. And, and and the industrial game is changing, and the cartels don't want that industrial game to change because it they lose power. And they don't want to lose their power. Yeah, I mean, they already took and, a huge hit when and the problem is got legalized. China doesn't want to have their fucking convoys shot up anymore when they fucking drive around these fucking provinces, right? These regions of Mexico. Dude, I'm not going to Mexico. Like, Mexico so, seems so fucking dangerous. I would tell you, 
I think there's some shit going on in Mexico. By the way, stem cell research. Of course there is, is, but I mean, I don't think it's like science related. Is the best place to get any stem cell research done in the in the world right now? If you wanted to go become a stem cell research guinea pig, Mexico, Panama, those are the two places to go. Mexico, they literally have these hospitals set up for just stem cell, re- like stem cell, like injections to go and get your stem cells. Oh, yeah, you get your blood your replaced better. with like young blood. That's like, where'd this blood come from? And they're like young Dude, people. Uh, from the Jeffrey Epstein cloning facilities, where they just fucking take the blood and the organs and the stem cells directly out of those things. They don't fucking need to grow them all to the Scarlett Johansson's and Ewan McGregor's. Again, Michael Bay's net worth is four hundred and fifty million. Not quite rich enough to have he a knows full though. claim yeah but he's been offered he's been on jets with people who have been like oh don't worry about my lungs i have a lo- i have some lungs in mexico ready to go for me you know they have, he's they heard have enough. organs yeah he's, he knows enough this there is no way that the island is even look i don't think that the people are like full clones i think it's just i think it's harvesting orders well, yeah because you don't need a full clone you don't you just need the stem cells yeah, and well, and you need disposable people, which China and Mexico have a lot of. Mm-hmm. Body works. Yeah, I mean, just that was just the garbage people. Those are the ones they even didn't even take the organs out. I guess they took the organs out. This is bones, right? Or no, it's like full. Like, no, tissue. it's everything, dude. It's rendered. They just rendered the fuck out of the muscle tissue, the tendons. Why do people go to that? This is so fucking gross. It is gross. I don't understand it either. I don't know why people go to fucking museums like that. But like, that's the thing. Like, I, th- I think like you know, a lot of people commented this back in the day when Body Works was a real big thing, and I don't think it's a big thing as much anymore. But like, we were talking about recently because of Casino Royale. You know, or um, you know, like high class, like eyes wide shut orgies have happened at yes, Body sure. Works exhibits. So people oh, are like sure. fucking like on the bodies and stuff. Yes, no, the, the 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 museums are shut down after hours and private parties are allowed in and they pay enough money for there to be no security, no eyes cuz they bring their own security and that's the rule and you know and and they and they know better than to fucking touch the exhibits cuz they just fuck the thing in front of them. They don't yeah, fuck. Yeah, that's the what I don't like about uh, I'm watching Secession Cool Boy Nation and that's what I don't like about it is like, oh yeah, the rich do devious things like they do cocaine occasionally like it never even gets into like the dark shit the epstein shit they don't want you to know that shit it doesn't get get, like like it's all about you know like uh rupert murdoch and stuff but they never talk about like you know like were people sacrificed at a bohemian grove you know like they don't even deal with that shit were people sacrificed at asher (laughs) world yeah but by fucking satanist travis scott it's like oh you know like my fucking my hometown my beloved real Astroworld legacy is that this like Travis Scott had like overt satanic imagery at an event where 300 plus people were injected with mystery substances. Why? Who, by who? Why, what, what? We should know more about that. Yeah. I'm scared. Um, it's cool incredible too, because the security guard that claims it happened to him has an actual like uh, mark where it looks like a, uh, a needle was punctured into his skin, and they had to administer Narcan because he apparently passed out immediately after the uh, injection. So you got thumbs up. Here, yeah. the, you know, here's the I creepy have... one. There's been tons of shit since this happened, right? Where it's like a bunch of artists. They show Lincoln Park. They show fucking Kurt Cobain. They show all these other artists everywhere, like uh, hip hop artists, uh, country stars, whatever the fuck, you know, pop stars. They show them all stopping the state their 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 sets and really stopping right like 
sitting down, making sure everything's okay, not letting things continue until yeah. this person who looks like they're about to pass, they're passing out or are passed out is taken care of by security and helped out. There's a shot of a person being lifted like dead practically into yeah. the air, like uh, like essentially to be crowd surfed by like people for safety, and less than maybe twenty feet away on a scaffolding thing is Travis Scott still singing, yeah. staring directly at the body shaking yeah. in the sky as they're trying to move and jostle the body around to get it to fucking, like, actually get him out of the area. Because apparently that's how they had to deal with a lot of the bodies. They had to just crowd surf bodies out of the crowd. And and, and, and this body's probably, it could be a dead person, could be someone that's brain dead now. There's so many people that are still injured in the hospital. And, and it's one of those things you're like, holy shit, he's staring at that person yeah i mean people are and like he doesn't give a fuck oh you know, he didn't care he was callous or whatever like that but maybe the point was human sacrifice is, dude is the he's scary. posted in 2017 on his instagram or twitter one of the two the uh, tmz has this all on their site it's amazing what looks like dead people at his concert where he's like dude i honor you bro for partying so hard but the guy like looks dead like passed out dead on the fucking ground you're like what the fuck why are you posting this imagery how is this okay from from a perspective of twitter and or instagram to allow him to post this imagery i don't know man at one point he was informed that he needed to stop it and he was like nah drake comes out so he brought drake out to like escalate it oh dude yeah drake's totally responsible too it feels like i think they've named drake in some of the uh, (laughs) uh uh lawsuits that are coming out right now look at this that's on his Insta? These are old... This is old shit Travis Scott posted on his, like, Instagram. Jesus. Just fucking people all fucked up. People who, like, broke their hands. He's all, like, proud of them. People passed out on the ground. It's me. <laughs> yeah, he loves it. It's, like, his favorite fucking thing in the whole wide world. God damn. And this is, like, from shit from, like, 2017, 2015, like, 2016... Like, like 2014. It's like, he's been doing this forever. So, like, there's no change to happen. Like, everyone's all, like, up in arms about this right in the news. Like, this has got to change. Something's wrong. It's like, there's nothing wrong because as long as you, he's been inc- – he's incited violence in the past and he's pled guilty to it apparently. He's gets a fine or some shit, right, and some community service that, like, he just quote-unquote does. And – Meanwhile, everyone's like, oh, my God, something's going to happen. It's like, no, he, he pled guilty before to inciting violence. Like, no, what, what's going to happen? Nothing's going to happen. He's rich. He's elitist. Like, he's fucking, he's fine. There's there's nothing. There's nothing to touch him. There's no, there's no reason to even be upset. I didn't know he was that rich. He, I, mean, I, don't know, I, I don't know where he came from or what, when he's well, Kylie's got from. money, too, and, and, and Kylie and him have a kid together. Dude, the thing is just, he's untouchable. Because he's he's from a different crowd, you know he yeah, Satanist, right? Like I mean, he's 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 untouchable, and you can't change it because he did. There's nothing he actually is going to do wrong. It's like, it's like trying to be like Alec Baldwin's going to get in trouble for what happened on the Rust set. It's like no, no. As a producer, he might get sued, but he is not going to get in he's trouble not for any jail. fucking. He's not going to do he's not any gonna time. Get anything. He's not going to get manslaughter, murder. No. He's going to get none of it. Probably should, but he won't. Well, it's interesting. He, he apparently went, so I take my gun out, and I go, bang! Like, that's fucking wild. That's fucking wild. All right. The Island. Let's wrap this one up. Felk, what are your boys for The Island? Oh, two and a half. It's fun, but not very good. Yeah, you know, 
I'm going to go with five out of five boys because this was Scarlett Johansson, like, coming, flowering, finally for the first time, proving to us she is the sex goddess that we thought she was. She was not a sex icon until this point. She was not a sex symbol to this point. She was hot. Yeah. But Michael Bay told all of us, all us cool boys everywhere, hey, look at how fucking hot she is. And we all went, oh, my God. And then he said, guess what I'm going to do? PG-13 sex scene. And we were like, what? I would try to beat to that all the time, Bay. Thanks, Bay. What had she been so, in before that? She didn't even been in a movie? She'd been in some things. She oh, was yeah, in she Alien been... Freaks. She might have been like 16 then, though. I, I think she was in, wasn't she in The Man Who Wasn't There before that? Oh, yeah, that sounds right. That's a great movie. Billy Bob Thornton and uh, and the Coen brothers. Yeah. Are they still boys? I'm not sure. Is that right? Are they the Coen, the Coens now? The Coen sisters. The Coen sisters. All right. So, moving on. Oh, yeah, she was in, like, Lost in Translation was before that. Yeah, there's a lot of things. She was in Ghost World before that. Yeah. Okay. She was in Things, for sure. She was in Things. But she wasn't sexy. Because, like, think about it. Ghost World, right? A man who wasn't there. A man who wasn't there. She's the... She's pretty sexy in, in Lost in Translation. She... Oh, yeah. I mean, that that's... But that that was the moment we, we, we all started thinking about her more sexy. Yeah. But Michael Bay made her into a sex icon. Yeah. My point was that. But the thing was is... And the man who wasn't there... She's about to give Billy Bob Thornton's uh, uh, Billy Bob a, a little blowjob in the car, a little roadhead, and that's what causes the car accident, and then he gets in trouble for it and all that shit, and he was trying to deny it, like, no, stop trying to suck my dick, and she's like, no, no, let me suck that dick, and, and that's what causes, that's the whole, that's the, the, that's what the whole film ends up being about, that, that accident, but the whole point of that is that she's not slutty looking or sexy in that film, she's just a girl, and, in and the then world. when she, and then she turns out to be a kind of a little slutty girl, and it's kind of cool. Um, but she wasn't seen even in that film as like a sex icon. But because she had done Lost in Translation, I think before that, you know, those who had seen those that wait, film, what movie did she come s- s- find out she's slutty in? The man who wasn't there. Oh, okay. She's she's gonna do the roadhead scene and that causes a car accident. Oh, really? Vicky Cristina in Barcelona. She's also very sexy, and I remember that movie. Then she does some Woody Allen films after I think The Island. And yeah. I think that's where she kind of maintained her sexiness, but she kept it all like an early PG-13 way. And it wasn't until way later, like under the skin, where she's like, all right, fine, I'll do some R shit. Um, anyway, so, yeah, The Island, 5 out of 5, because it, it's 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 the movie that told us, hey, you better be paying attention to Scarlett Johansson for reels. True. All right, let's move forward, please. So Transformers 2007, Michael Bay is clearly warning us about aliens, and, and like Roswell, but this time I would say aliens more in the sense that the government has had this information for a long time. Yeah. And these are the UAPs. So I want to make the distinction that this is aliens slash UAPs as opposed to aliens slash Roswell. Yeah. That makes I, is Roswell part of the Transformers movies? It, 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 it does become that big. In fact, the first Transformers deals with the crash of Roswell, if I'm not mistaken, along with Hoover, um, you know, creating the Sector Seven. That's a, that's a, that's that's something I hate about the Transformers is, is uh, yeah. So 2007 Transformers, it's like yeah, we the U.S. government's known about aliens since the Hoover Dam was built, right? Then that's what re- made them build the Hoover Dam. Revenge of the Fallen's like no, nah, we've known about our aliens have actually been on Earth even longer since like the pyramids. 
Right, so the, we 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 can get into a conversation of both films right now, actually. For well, well, no, but well. then, then that one's Ancient Aliens, though. The last night, Ancient Aliens. Yeah, but then the last night's twist is Transformers fought in World War Two, and also dealt with Merlin. Yes, yes. The last night actually turns everything on its head and makes it so that. Well, here's the thing: but Merlin and World War Two are way after the pyramids. So None why is that a twist? The canon isn't as important. No, it's not. But, but Ancient Aliens is a part of the Transformers lore, for sure, within uh, Earth. But like In 2. Transformers in 2007, it, it feels like that's the first time Optimus has ever been on this planet because he shows up as a, a silver bean, and then he learns to the, do the red and blue and become like, you know, the, uh, the, the tractor trailer or whatever, right? Yeah, wasn't it the first time he was on Earth? It, that's what it seems like. But if you were to see other films like Bumblebee... Uh, no, he never you know, goes to Earth on Bumblebee. At, at the end of Bumblebee, he's on Earth. Is he? I'm pretty sure. I thought he was just on Cybertron in the opening. No, I think, if I recall, I'll double check, but I thought at the end of Bumblebee, it was like, there was like a whole thing. No, where it's, just like, hey, it's just Bumblebee and those two other aliens. I don't think... I don't no, think... That, that's the whole movie. You're talking about the movie. I'm talking about like an end credit sequence. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I watched the like, end credit it's like, sequence. Where Optimus just happens to like be now on Earth and it doesn't make any fucking sense at all. No. I'm double checking. Yeah. Yeah, the very end. The very end. It's like an end credit sequence after the after, after it goes. You know what I've done? No, it doesn't do that for Bumblebee. No, it's it's Haley Steinfeld's song about you know Bumblebee coming on her. I don't like anyways, Bumblebee. Anyways, it's actually not a bad movie. But I just, the I end credit sequence for that is Optimus and um Optimus. and Bumblebee walking through a forest of Northern California. So the implication there is that Optimus has been to Earth before the 2007 Transformers. I don't, know, I don't think Bumblebee's like canon, but the canon of these movies, uh, yeah, you're right. The canon of the movies breaks down completely after totally. the third one anyways. So, or in the second one, really. Revenge of the Fallen is Ancient Aliens. Michael Bay was trying to warn us about Ancient Aliens. Okay, yeah. And and Dark of the Moon is trying to warn us about NASA. That NASA's, yeah, been complicit. Well, this well, is what we talked about is like NASA, if you if you if you remove uh, two letters from NASA, the S and the A, and you were to add a Z and an I, you might have the clue to what NASA is. Yeah. Allegedly. And if you also just take out that first A, what do you got? Moon. No. What? If you take out the first A, what initialism do you wind up with? Oh, NSA. Yeah. It's all connected, Ballard. It is all connected. It's all one organization. No, look, he he was work what bothers me about Dark in the Moon. Is that noted person who was on the moon, Buzz Aldrin, who oh, also, also has... Sorry, no, sorry, let me finish. Oh, right, right. Department of Energy is also a big part of the Transformers films, and that's the secret department that controls the Transformers. Isn't that interesting? Yes, uh, but Buzz Aldrin does not like... Department of Energy is the Manhattan Project. Okay. Buzz Aldrin doesn't... The, the atomic bomb. Buzz Aldrin doesn't like moon conspiracy you know people who like anti-moon landing conspiracy punch theories in the face. punch one guy in the face yeah. and he was okay being in this movie where he talks to optimus prime and confirms that he only they only went to the moon to recover sentinel prime's body and investigate his ship and buzz aldrin said a couple shit where like hey you know sometimes i was up there and we saw lights and i think there's aliens and it's just like I think this is the confirmation of this that but this is Buzz Aldrin confirming that not only are aliens real but he talked to uh you know yes a a cybernetic uh non-earth like 
entity. I don't know if you call it, can call the Transformers life forms. Are they alive? Yeah, they 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 call them. I think that right. They uh, they're not. Oh, I forget. What they, they, I thought they're called some kind of life form. I forget what it is exactly. Cybernetic they life are. form. Um. Yes, you're you're right. Um. I was just gonna say the Department of Energy is important because the Manhattan Project and all that shit. And that, Moon landing conspiracies got it. And there's there a lot of hidden shit in, in that's supposed. To, there's a, apparently a lot of conspiracies are. There's a lot of shit in the energy de- Department of Energy. Like if a lot of shit takes place, black ops type budget who does the uh, the villain the mcdreamy from uh you know the the, the oh he's like doc- some corporate dude he's like some random corporate i forget dude. what he work who he works for he works for uh the bad guy sentinel prime well no he, he's working with the the yeah the the decepticons but like yeah. with on earth what's his job he runs his company. He's like a rich fuck. Oh, he's, like a Tesla, he's like a Elon. Private sector. Yeah, that's but not he's like car related. Yeah, he's like he makes he does car shit. Um, well, I think the cars yeah, is like the, a pastime. Dark of the Moon is definitely ain't uh, NASA moon landing. Um, here's the thing though. You said Buzz Aldrin doesn't like when people get into moon conspiracies, and then he stars in a film about one. What I think that the the slight difference is is Buzz Aldrin doesn't like people. With moon conspiracy theories that are we never went to the moon. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't but that's mind. A, that's a weird distinction. Yeah, he doesn't mind when you talk about the fact that he may have come across, I guess, life forms on the moon. And that that uh, d- disconnected of Transformers: Dark of the Moon. Yeah, Buzz Aldrin has made some random uh, comments. Neil Armstrong has not because Neil Armstrong has essentially gone silent. No, I think he there's a there's to. a cool movie, like a cool like scary movie. There, it hasn't been made. There is a movie that was made called Paul Apollo, Apollo 18. 18, which yeah. is not a cool movie and no, it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But also one of the most disappointing because I was like, this really could have been cool, but it so it isn't. Mm-hmm. And it is so cheap looking. Moonfall, a new film by Roland Emmerich coming out soon, is kind of dealing a lot also with the uh, uh, moon landing, the first moon landing. But it, it also, in similar ways, deals with... Uh, a you know non-biological uh, organisms to, uh, or life forms. That's what they, I think that's what they're called, right? Uh, oh yeah, because they they they, they gave um, Megatron a name, like NBE. NBE, or something like? yeah, no, non-biological entity. NBE one is that right? Yeah, non-biological entity. See, that's the thing too. Like he's NBE one, but there's been like so many other predated. Several of them uh, apparently raided Hitler's palace in in Germany during World War II. Yeah, the John Goodman one, right? Was, yeah, like, but well, there was also years. Nazi Decepticons, I guess. Oh, dude, those Nazi Decepticons are so bad. Because um, they do like it's it's like a they're they're fighting in Germany. I mean, the the there's good opti- Autobots fighting with the the U.S. Like there's like like actual like swastikas on like a mansion, right? I seem to remember that being in that movie. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. It's like I, rec- I think I recall that as well. It's not that far to have like a Decepticon fucking like being like this this way into the shower, you know, like <laughs> directing. Dude, flow. can you imagine being that Jew? That would be amazing. Be like, wow, this is gonna be a wild shower. <laughs> that, this is crazy. That yeah, that that uh, uh Luftwaffe. What, what what were the German planes called? Uh, the, the Luftwaffe. Yeah, that, that Luftwaffe air, airplane mm-hmm. turned into a giant robot. And, told us to walk into Fuck that yeah. fucking shower i love it this oh my god is, what yeah. a wild day <laughs> oh yeah there's fucking like german airplanes oh, called god. blitzkrieg imagine all the fucking jewish people getting out of the train 
And then the train transformed. <laughs> oh, dude, what a twist. <laughs> it's like an M. Night Shyamalan twist. You're just like, what? I was in, the, I was in it the whole time? I mean, this they, is going to be a cool camp. They would be tra- like, they would be trains, right? <laughs> dude, yeah, they would be. That would be amazing. You're like, this is going to be the best camp ever. You're going in there with big smiles. Like, this is wild. Look at all these crazy NBEs. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Jesus um, Christ. Okay. Um, let's wrap up a little this, of this Transformers this talk with takes some us to dark fucking ratings places. of the Transformers film. Uh, well, the trilogy? The first, trans- the first Transformers movie, 2007. I give it five out of five boys. Yeah, I five, love it. five out of five. I think it's 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 one of Bay's best movies and is as good as Transformers movie it could be made. It, it, you, you might be right. It's definitely up there with his best. I would say... So good that it kind of renders best as well. subsequent Transformer movies unnecessary. Yeah, so let's get to the next one, Revenge of the Fallen. I, I I will give this a one out of five boys. This movie hurt from the writer's strike. No. Um, this movie hurt from the fact that it they did not clearly have an idea of what to do. And even um, the use of Optimus's death feels underwhelming. Optimus! Optimus! Yeah, I'll, I'll give it two and a half. I, I, I disagree. I think it, Actually, I'll give it three. Fuck it. I, I, it, it I mean, I, I've three watched three boys it. for Glenn Moore shower. I've watched it several. No, 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 no man. Fucking, fucking, uh, for, 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 for sweet, sweet Megan's vagina, which you can almost Biscuit. see, uh, for her, like the, the weird, you know, shit. Like she, she takes a, a small robot through TSA. Yes. But and she also tortures him. It, it, it's like, it's, it's confusing plot holes. That part where they just teleport because, they couldn't write the scenes between the two, so it's like we need rewrites from here down to here. And Michael Bay just shoot the scene. gets a red paint. Yeah, just well, they also couldn't shoot the scene because yeah, Shia. Shia had half his fucking two of his fingers amputated accidentally. Yeah, they had to have a literally a moment where during the portal sequence that his fingers were injured, so they could have a cast the rest of the movie. I've carefully watched that scene. Nothing happens that and would cut would injure two fingers on his hand. He starts all of a sudden grabbing his hand, yeah. and, and they and they make it a sizzle sound effect as if his fingers caught fire somehow during the portal jump. Yeah. Um, how? You can also – it's like the only time you can actually kind of see his fingers are barely attached and how they're being – they were reattached and they're healing still. It's a we missed thick this bandage. Earlier. Very thick bandage. We missed this earlier. The racism. Oh yeah, the, we did. We talked about it. Well, it's we not racism because they have it. no race. They're just cars. They're like green. Except and there are red. two of them that are clearly incredibly racist caricatures. They are. They both have gold teeth. They both speak in essentially what Michael Bay would consider ebonics, uh, whatever street vernacular. But it's really bad. It's like so bad. It's like it's like it's like a racist grandpa making jokes bad. And then on top of that, he goes and makes these incredibly like racist caricatures with gold teeth that have black voices yeah. using black language he makes them look literally like chimpanzees he also has them at one point they're, they're asked to read uh, Cybertron symbols they're like no we don't know how to read yes they, they also are illiterate which I'm okay with because I'm illiterate as well yeah we all are important. well uh, we should also if we're doing racism and Transformers movies we'll throw out you probably know this uh the guy, uh, NZ, the guy from Parks and Rec, Enzi's Anzari. Yeah, he talks. Enzi's Anzari. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where he talks about how it, it, for Transformers, is that there's that part where in the desert where Joshua Hamel has to call for help, and it goes to like some Indian guy yes. who's like, 
hello, this is... He's picking his nose. This he is, even picks yeah, his nose. Yeah, he picks his nose, nose but he also... Yeah. He's like, hello, this is customer service. And, and it's like, Aziz Ansari apparently auditioned for that role. And, and Michael Bay is like, no, do an Indian accent like Apu. And, and Aziz says, you know, I'm not really feeling comfortable with this role. And, and, and he claims, walked out of the audition. Uh, I wow. bet he was probably more, you know diplomatic otherwise he never would have gotten a tv job michael bay would and like, the actor that, that took that yeah right like is huge now yeah exactly he's one of the biggest stars there is yeah he's great but my that point is, is that like michael bay is just gonna find another indian aussies oh yeah exactly like, you think you think that your entire fucking race and or nationality is being like we're gonna turn our ba backs on michael bay it's like no there's another one who's like oh yeah m m sure michael i, I scabs like, are everywhere i'll do exactly scabs are everywhere put, put my finger in my nose absolutely you got it how much money sure absolutely yeah you're totally right yeah like probably five thousand you know it's the speaking part when when people do that and they're like, yeah, man, watch, I'm going to change this industry from the inside by like turning down shit. It's like, no, because someone else just did it and they probably did it for cheaper than you to be honest. Yeah, you saved the money. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. But Aziz would never have gotten whatever role he would have gotten, honestly, if he had taken that bit part because he would have only been seen then from that point in his typecast, I'm sure. So Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But I don't I – don't, I mean, it, it was a while between – what was trans, turn on 2007? When did Parks and Rec start? No, no, 2009. You're thinking of 2009, Revenge of the Fallen. No, no, that scene's in Transformers. When Josh Jamal calls in? Okay. Yeah, it's when they're in the so desert fighting the Scorpion or whatever. One. What? He's in Mission City? No, no, he's... No, no. It's, oh, it's wait, when, in Iraq. Yeah, right. when they're... Well, yeah, it's I was thinking Revenge of the Fallen Qatar. Egypt, my bad, it's sorry. It's in Qatar when they're fighting the Scorpion yes. uh, Autobot or Decepticon. And, and yeah, Scorpion yeah, yeah, That, that like guy's that. just like... He's an Indian doing customer Scorpion service. Scorpion Nick. What? Scorponic, I think, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, of course, Scorponic, my favorite fucking yeah, Scorponic or some shit. Yeah, I'm like butchering that name. Okay, Age of Extinction. Um, Dark of the no, Moon. No, Dark of the Moon. Rating real quick. I love this movie. Five out of five boys. I truly love it. I'm. I. This is the movie when I went to the theaters in 2011 and saw this film. I went, yes, this is the sequel to Transformers I always wanted. A better script. Much better. Tighter film in general. Actual character as the villain. Yeah, actual characters. I, I thought I like Dark of the Moon. Um, it, I love the way it goes to Chicago at the end. It's like, dude, we're doing this whole third act in Chicago. We're straight up dark nighting this motherfucker, yeah. and we're gonna make it so intense. Like we're gonna blow the fuck out of Chicago. Which works. They and then the next movie, they also went to Chicago. But they destroy Chicago so much that Chicago turns into another like world essentially in the next film. By the next film, when they go to Chicago, it's like this war zone that's being like rebuilt still. That'll and people are like, like aren't there like billboards that are like, uh, uh, remember Chicago or something like that? Huh. An Age of Extinction, I think, even. Anyways, Dark of the Moon, I really like it. I love the NASA tie-in. I do love that. I, I, I like Francis fucking McDormand and, and, and John Turturro together. Speak of the Coen brothers, they're together sharing scenes together. Like, yeah. it's fucking wonderful. He's always used Coen brothers. They, they, have, they have some weird connection. Well, she's married, right, to one, and then they're best friends with John Turturro. She's married to Joel. I don't know. She's married to Joel, yeah. I think. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, you no, know, such a Billy Bob Thornton. The list goes on and on for like uh, Scarlett Johansson. He's acted with, he's he's worked with like Coen Brothers people, like or wor worked with Coen Brothers actors his whole fucking career. He's he, he, it it, it, go, it goes all the way, but it goes like pretty far back. That's interesting. You're right. At least yeah, to man. Armageddon. He's cherry picked from the Coen Brothers. No, no. Armageddon has Billy Bob Thornton, uh, Steve Buscemi, 
and yep. uh, what the the Russian guy uh, the, whose name I can't oh Stormare yeah Peter Stormare you know yeah. all all Cohen brothers I don't know if Thornton had worked with them yet but uh, yeah. oh by the way that's probably the first time I ever noticed Peter Stormare as as a, as a person rather than as a bit player he'd already in been in Fargo yeah he, he, Fargo was before that so he he's been using Cohen brothers actors for a long time that's not some he weird does. thing he's literally just friends with them he just knows that's them. that's awesome that's the thing also about Michael Bay is like. He's he's probably friends with a lot of these really good artists that people redeem as you know high talent, right? And like these high talent artists that these people, these critics love and whatever, best friends of Michael Bay. He directed some <laughs> commercial, it was probably for for cars in which he had to deal with like snow and he gave advice on how to shoot snow to the Cohen brothers which they used for Fargo and then they gave that secret advice to their friend Sam Raimi when he made the movie A Simple Plan, which is all Great in the movie. snow. And we don't know, like, it's a secret. There's a secret to shooting snow. By the way, Simple Plan, Cool Boy Nation, if you've not seen that. Great movie, oh yeah. Great movie. Bill Paxton. Tense like the entire film. Oh my God, Billy Bob Thornton, Bill Paxton, fantastic film. Really, really, really good movie. Don't want to say anything more about it. Don't read about it. Just watch it. No, yeah, it's it's like one of those like movies where like there's a Shyamalan twist every fifteen to twenty minutes. It's wonderful, wonderful film. Dark of the Moon. What do you give it? By the way, what are your boys? Dark of the uh, Moon. Four. I can't. I, I really do like it. I think it's excellent. Very good 3D, and the 3D really helps even on 2D viewings because it did make Michael slow down a little bit. You can actually kind of tell what's happening in almost all the action sequences. Unlike he Revenge talks of the about Fallen. that. Um, so, excellent Revenge 3D. of the Fallen was IMAX, right? Yeah. But this was 3D. He talks about how a very specific. Well, there's says, some scenes of Revenge, not you all. You can't of it. cut fast with 3D. He says he he had to leave his shots up for four seconds. Because yep. after, after three seconds, your eyes able to finally start to see the 3D, and by five seconds, you're finally actually in the 3D. And this is only 3D movie. Age and uh, Age of Extinction last night were both con converted. Correct. Yeah, Dark of the Moon was shot in 3D. Yeah, like on 3D cameras. Yes. All right. This takes no, no. Us no but now the reason to... why it's four out of five. Oh yeah, go ahead. The reason why it's four out of five. Hot as she is, Rosie Huntington Whiteley. I, I I have to watch the entire mm -hmm. movie and just imagine it's Megan Fox. You're right. It's it's You're it's, right. it's it's just it's fucking distracting. Just do a it's deep fake of the entire movie and 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 re -time, color time her hair. Oh my god! Yeah, that's just one of those things where you just kind of wish Megan Fox in and call uh, Michael Bay Hitler in front of Steven. Spielberg. No, what he should have done. Look, my problem isn't fire, fire, fire Megan Fox all you want. She's a dumb. She was a dumb fucking bitch for what she said. She probably did deserve to get Stupid fired. Stupid bitch. If Steven Spielberg tells you to fire somebody. You do. Yeah, your some friend. You know, your your friend Ted works works for you he does pretty good work but your boss steven spielberg comes up to you and goes you gotta fire ted and you're like oh fired. what did ted do he's like he compared you to hitler you fired you're firing you're firing you're the fired. dude it's like but yeah. what bay should have done he had a backup megan fox odette usman odette usman now who odette, is in the first transformers who is in the first transformers and is in the movie the uh, the unborn made in 2009 yep. which we'll yep. get, i mean I, if you really want to go through all the platinum dunes i have no idea what he was warning us there she has like no, a, the, a lot of those a lot of those might not be there but we might get she to that has there. a we'll fetus that's like bad, evil or something but she looks enough like Meg, megan fox that he could have just swapped her swapped her out and it it just it still be Michaela, and then the narrative doesn't it, it isn't a problem. But as soon as you swap out that fucking character, you incorporate 
real world events and it just it changes the movie and it I, I can't look at it the same it's why i think i still maintain they should have just recast chadwick boseman as sad as it would have been it's just gonna be too weird to have that character have died Dude, off screen but it's gonna be weirder that shuri uh, the, the, or the actress playing shuri Letitia wright has been not filming since august when she quote-unquote got mouthy about anti-vaccine but also got an injury on set she hasn't been filming. She's a big, In fact, they've she, been shooting around her not shooting. She is a big anti-vaxxer. Yes. She doesn't come back to filming until January of 2022. If she comes back, let's say, I would be surprised if somehow Letitia Wright just ends up not being in the film anymore. Here's the thing. They've had to spend some time to retool the movie after Chadwick died. Apparently, Letitia was going to take on, or the character Shuri, right. was going to take on the role of Black Panther, the mantle of Black Panther. Namor's in this film. Namor and, okay. and, and no, T'Challa no, no, were a no big... More. That's enough. That's enough. No, but Namor and T'Challa were supposed to have the whole, like, you know, princes and kings butting heads of each other, different nations. And then it got switched. Okay, now it's going to be Shuri butting heads with Namor. Who knows what's going to happen, but Letitia Wright might... I wonder if she's still employed for the Black Panther 2 film. We'll have to find out and wait and see. I mean, that's... Look, obviously, it's it, Chadwick died of cancer. That's that's tragic and sad. But Super. They're, it's Disney's firing a girl for speaking her mind that maybe... People should, you know, not get vaccinated if they don't feel like they need to. It's like, that's just evil and creepy. Uh, but uh, I mean, like, you know, we're, all, we're listen, listen to to women, listen to black voices, listen to black women. What's that black girl saying? Shut Fire up. her. <laughs> Shut it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is all legend, of course. We don't know anything, but uh, wait and see. Let's well, she's right. Let's wait and see. See if she's still in the uh, Black Panther two film when it actually comes out. Let me finish my Megan Fox point. Is that like? Do it. Even if for some reason Odette Annabelle Usman, I think she changed her name as she got married, which is shocking, um, was not available, so he couldn't even use his backup. Uh, Megan Fox, Megan Rain was available, I'm sure. Oh my God! You tell too young. We know. No, I, I, when did Megan Rain start doing? You, I don't know. You're probably right. I think that was probably more like. No, I'd have to look up when her years active. 2009. Uh. No, it was 2011 is when he needed her. Oh, right. Yes, you're right. Yeah. So, what, okay, Megan Rain, look her up. When was, when, what year was she born? 92? <laughs> she only, was she only like, you know, 10? 96. Oh, 96. Yeah. I don't think she's a... She would have been too young to play the part. Yes. Wait, no. 96 would have made her... 96, she would have been 15. Yeah. I, I guess, well, I have no idea when she started porn then. I lost the tab. Years active. She was ten years old. I thought. I, 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 oh, Brazzers is in some trouble then. Uh, <laughs> years active. Who knows about her age though? She could be lying about her own age. Twenty fourteen started at age. Her first scenes were at age eighteen. So yeah. Uh, all right. Well then, maybe, maybe use Megan Fox with two X's. She was. She was in like two thousand and nine. Even okay. though she's an idiot, she's not even that hot, and she's like actually a pretty terrible porn star. <laughs> and her only claim to fame is vaguely looking like Megan Fox and Dude, having her name be that. I would have loved it if Peta Jensen ended up just playing any the porn star, or just grab a brunette. Why do you like and just call her Michaela? Like you have dozens mm -hmm. of them in your basement, Michael Bay, not you, or <laughs> Michael Bay. Michael Bay. So it's I'm like, Michael Bayard. You're looking at the script. You're going too far down. Yeah, I have to pee All right. Again.
pain and gain. Yeah, I don't know what he's worrying us about here. He's warning steroids? us about anabolic steroid use. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I guess, right? Because this is 2013. When when did uh, Icarus come out? The documentary that told us all about Russia. After 2013. Exactly, right? So he's warning us about steroid use. And how heavy and how heavily used it is and how psycho it is and the fact that it ends up killing everyone. This is it seems like the movie. cocaine does more damage than the steroids in terms of... I think you're all jacked up and it's supposed to be like all stupid in the brain, not causing steroids because they're just muscle heads. This is based on a true story. Um, did you like this movie? No, not really. I, I mean, it's... Yeah, me neither. It was entertaining. I'll give it two boys. Two boys? Wow, Okay. Yeah, I'd give this like a one out of five boys. I thought it was like, if these are real people, I thought everything was really poorly handled. It was an example of Pearl Harbor all over again, where I felt like, these are real people. I feel like you should be taking this a little more serious. Like, he's trying to do blow, but he's not doing blow the right way. He's trying to do Scarface, but he's not... It's it's insensitive. And then there's a point where he freezes the movie, if I recall, and he says, remember, this is a true story. Yeah. Like, halfway through the movie, and then well, the movie the continues. Because jumping, because after murdering somebody, somebody tried to get rid of the body by grilling parts of it on a grill, and he's like, "Isn't this wacky?" Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, By the way, that's that's apparently how the Saudi government allegedly uh, took care of that uh, that one uh, uh, journalist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they put him in tandoori ovens, and then they just uh, threw away the meat or something like that. It's like, Fed it to dogs. It's like, Who knows? Like that's like of course people have burned bodies to get rid of evidence of murder. Like wait. no, but they burn it with meat with like chicken and shit. So that way, you, no, like, I'm, no, I'm talking to Michael Bay right now. Like why oh. did he think that that was so wacky that it warranted text on the screen yeah. reminding me it's a true story? I know that's the thing. It's that so the movie just it was a little too it was a little too cartoonish it was almost like the bad boys 2 level of cartoonish applied to a true story like pearl harbor yeah and it just didn't work for me at well, all I, I mean, it, it has the it is very similar it, it seems like it's trying to do the same tone that scorsese did successfully with wolf of wall street but yeah the dude from wolf of wall street didn't directly kill anybody negligence yeah. probably put a lot of lives in danger and people probably committed suicide. It, yeah, probably did. <laughs> but uh, still, the the character wasn't a direct murderer, and you don't pick, you don't see that on screen. Same year, by the way, Wolf of Wall Street, twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah, that's I I I think I saw them both in theaters, uh, and uh, enjoyed Wolf of Wall Street a lot more. Oh, for sure, Wolf of Wall Street's best part is when they take the drugs. And they're all fucked up, and then he gets in the Lamborghini, and then like he thinks he drove it perfectly there, and then it cuts to the reality yeah. moment where like the Lambo, or I don't know what the car is, maybe it's Lambo, I don't know, it's fucking trashed. It's like it, it did not make. Yeah, it's a Countach. Yeah, I think so. Oh, dude, beautiful. Oh, that's Dennis's. That's Dennis's favorite car. Yeah, that Frank buys for Christmas and then ruins it with cheese puffs or some shit. That was yeah. That was uh. Yes, I, I don't know. Only an unimaginable asshole would buy a Lamborghini and, and, and drive it as a as a commuter car. It's just... Wait, wait. But did he, like, leave the doors up, too, because he couldn't close them or something? No, he uh, <laughs> he, he put a lot of dirt in a sock and, and then, and on a coat hanger and then was going to put the coat hanger on the door. He's like, you are... And Dennis is like, you're not ruining the, the perfect car. Lamborghini made that car perfectly already. You're going to put dirt in the sock on it? 
I love it. I, I just rewatched last night the zoo episode where it's all about texting, and it's just like the the whole conversation about the group thread and like D's always off. What is this? Max is this a recent episode? No, no, this is like from I don't know, like two seasons back or a season ago. I forget. Uh, which. I, I I haven't seen the last two seasons. I'm I'm going. Oh, to. they're so fun. They're I'm, still good. I'm watching a lot of stuff right now. Yeah, have fun with more stuff. All right, so moving on from Pain Again, because I don't think there's much more to go there. He was just warning us about steroids use, and then there it is. Yeah. Age of Extinction. Michael Bay is warning oh, us God about China. Yes. Yes, and possibly nanobots. Maybe I just kind of thought I was like I was like oh shit look how much of this movie's in China and look how much of this movie is like marketing to Chinese audiences like with like actual Chinese like promotional ads inside the fucking movie shocking and like and how much of this movie like seems to not make sense to my Western brain and I will not bullshit you I've seen this movie two or three times I cannot sit through it without falling asleep in the third act every time I don't I, so there's a chunk of this film I have still yet to see. I don't know it. I, I, I don't I, I know. This is it. this is the movie where I was just like, I don't understand the the Transformers anymore. Like I do not get like why there are dinosaur Transformers. I seriously do not understand. Fucking stand the that. Dinobots don't make sense in this film. No, I don't. I, I just do not get why they're 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 humanoid. They came to Earth. They they look. They have a humanoid form. They don't seem smart though. They seem to have dinosaur intelligence, and in, even when they're in humanoid form. There's like a seed that covers the earth in metal and makes dinosaurs into two robots. So maybe they used to be dinosaurs. That part of it also doesn't make sense. So when they drop the metal fucking like, uh, 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 I don't even know what you would call it. Like it was like almost like a Malk, uh, what do you call it? Um, Malkination, whatever the fuck it was. Oh, Mechanization? No, uh, M- Malkany. What the fuck am I worried Alchemy? about? Alchemy? Alchemy. Alchemy. It was like a metal alchemy fucking bomb that turned everything into metal. And it didn't make any sense because even to my brain, I'm like, okay, so fast forward millions and millions of years, wouldn't we still see the remnants of that metal around these fossils? And so and like so why would we think dinosaurs were extinct by an asteroid if they were all killed off by metal aliens bombs? And then later in the film you see dinosaurs being like, you know, resurrected. Or, or found in the ice with fucking metal around them. I don't know. So I hate. Like, I hate. I sense. hate both of these movies. I really do. The 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 latter two Transformers suck to me. I think this is the movie where though when he was in China, like a Chinese gang came up to him and like yeah, tried started, to rob like, him. pressuring him. Tried to rob him. Yeah, tried to rob them and everything, and it's something to do with like the air conditioning, like they for like the ghetto that they had to use, or I forget what the fuck it was, but. This movie is 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 garbage. Like I said, I, I I can't get through it. I've tried two or three times, two times for sure. I think a third time. This movie has a black hole in it. Like it does. It fucking puts me into it's like a one coma. and a half to me. It's a oh my god. That's that's far too fucking good. I give you're gonna give last night pretty boys. pretty high. I'm, I think last night's worse. So you know, see the thing <clears> is, <throat> I actually like the last night a lot, and and we'll get to that in a second. Uh, in the meantime, we have um. 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi came out in 2016. Michael Bay is warning us about Hillary. Yeah, this is this is this is a warning. Ne- they never say the name, but there's always it's um, you know, the the dude from from, from Breaking Bad, Gale, uh Bedeker, uh is is he's the on the ground Hillary Clinton administration <laughs> stand-in mm-hmm. uh who's, you know, call, constantly calling is like 
you know, H and O say they're not helping you, whoever they are. <laughs> I don't know who they could be. Uh, but yeah, this, this is this is clearly wording about how obviously bad situation Bagazi was, and there is, there, I mean, the controversy is not really addressed directly by it. There's just nods, like there's a part where John Trzitzi's like. <coughs> Somebody's saying uh, there, there was a, there was a this is about they're trying to blame this on a YouTube video, which like which is a real thing where they tried to say like no the Benghazi people were just mad because there was some anti-Islamic YouTube video that they all got mad about and it's like mm, I think the situation was already pretty volatile and maybe it was a uh, kind of a powder keg having having very obvious uh, whatever the military base was that was near the. The secret CIA base that was near the embassy. It's like you mean the everybody uh, the knew Jeff, that it was, the Jeffrey Epstein cloning facility. No, I mean the, the that's that's where the majority of the action takes place is the CIA base where they're like basically everybody already knew it was there and was ready to attack it. And Hillary Clinton had all the reason to uh, know this and do something about it, and specifically said, "Don't do anything about it. Fuck them. <laughs> let them let them go." Um. Yeah. Uh. I think. Uh. I. I don't remember if John Krasinski's character is based on a real person or not. I assume he is. Um. But I think James Badgedale. Uh. Who I think dies in the film. Right. He's based on a, a real person. Yeah. Who's the dude? There's a dude who like loses like most of his hand gets blown off. That's a decent actor. I forgot who. Uh. Is that is that the Pablo Schreiber guy? The yeah, uh, no, that's not Pablo Schreiber. Is it, who gets yeah, yeah, I think so. Leah Schreiber's brother. Yeah, he plays maybe not, but Chris Tonto Peranto, like he's a real. That's a real person. Huh. There's some real people, but I, I, I'm not sure if Jack Silva is an actual real person. That's the guy that uh, John Krasinski plays. Oh, interesting. I, huh. Um, but if he if he isn't playing a real person, it's he's playing an amalgamation of people, or he's. The name has been changed to protect, or the not the name has been changed, but the the name and the whole character has been changed to protect the actual person that he was actually playing, which they do. I no, mean, that's the right. That is, of, is um, not link, linkable. Yeah. Zero Dark Thirty. It's none of those people are are right. All those seals that go and get Osama, none of them are the real people. They're none of them the right names. None of them look like the person because none of that information was released then. They just created people to fit the role because those seals still need to be protected now. The guy that actually killed Osama is named. Like you can, you can. I don't know his name off the top of my head, but you can go find that fucking person, that fucking name. Mm. Sorry, that person's name. I said fucking, and there's a reason. That person's name, and you can go find out what, what's going on with that man. I think they're out and about. You can okay. look him up. All right, let's uh, let's move on, Hillary. Oh wait, what, what? Wait, so what did you give uh, Benghazi? Oh, I give it four. I think it's good. Okay. Yeah, you, I give it five. Um. Because Not that I feel good, like, but it's good. It's 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 a lesser Black Hawk Down in terms of execution. Which well, I you get you get Jim, yeah, from the office, Jim Halpert, but like unlike Jim you've ever seen, this is very similar to almost the Jack Ryan uh, John Krasinski. That's what, maybe why I like the Jack Ryan uh, John Krasinski yeah. a lot. More also, than Roy from other. the office, Jim and Roy. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right, and um, yeah, they're not fighting with each other in this. Though. No, they're friends. And then on top of that, um, I feel like this is Michael Bay finally understanding how to tell a true story. Like he's not not being an comical. asshole about it. Yeah, yeah, he's not making fun of you, and he's not going above and beyond and showing this amazing bomb 
dropping into the USS Arizona and breaking the fucking back of it and like killing all these soldiers and becoming this travesty, this massive tragedy in the in the United States and like faking it all up like the all hell, right? This is Michael Bay like trying to honor those that died. And I think there's a reason to that. Does he get talk to those people? I mean, he, he could actually have a conversation. I think so. I think he knew these people. And I think he knew people that knew these people, right? And I think for him, um, I think he it was like one of those things that like it was just like, oh, shit. Like, I have to honor this because these are the people that I could have met and or did like would have, you know, did, did know through X amount of six degrees of Kevin Bacon style. And or the guy I really like you know honors this guy and therefore like i want to do the right thing to honor them as well and i think that's probably why he was because like pearl harbor like he meets a bunch of old fucks and he's that are veterans and he's like all right thanks for your service you know whatever the fuck but they're old fucks and they don't bang bitches like i bang bitches today and so he doesn't he dismisses them and when it comes to these you know these jocks that are just you know growing muscles and doing drugs and fucking killing people and acting like retards he's just like Fucking whatever. They're fucking idiots and they're lower than me. I don't give a fuck. I don't care about them. But this is the first time that he's like, shit, I actually got to do this out of respect. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Take us into the next one. Uh, Transformers, this movie. Fuck this movie. Uh, Wait, are you muted? Can you not hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Now I can hear you fine. I must have had you turned down on my end. Okay. Uh, Transformers, the last night. I think this movie sucks. It's barely comprehensible. Hate it. I really did, did not like this movie. I just watched it at home, didn't see it in the theaters, uh, which you kind of need to for a Michael Bay movie. Especially this one, my God. You saw this in theaters? Yes. Um, oh, wait. Uh, I think so, but I definitely appreciate it regardless outside of theaters. Um, what What are your uh, cool boys for this? One. Slightly lower oh, than Age of Extinction. This is probably our, our biggest difference then. I'm a five out of five. Um, I love this one. I love this movie. This this feels like what he meant to do with Age of Extinction. This feels like really? he finally figured out what he was intending to do to how to do the big the big picture end. First of all, Gemma Chan's in this and she's sexy as all hell. And she's and she and she plays the the evil woman uh 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 transformer. But She's at the end, finally in human form, and it's like my first time I ever met Gemma Chan. And this is the like, Eternal chick. Yeah, I was like, holy shit! She's also in Captain Marvel, and she's in uh, Crazy Age, uh, Rich Asians. But this is the first time I ever saw her, and I went, "Who is that fucking woman?" And then eventually, I saw Cra- Crazy Rich Asians, and I said, "Who is did. that fucking woman?" That fucking movie. And then I saw I saw last night again, and then I went, "Hey, that looks like that fucking woman." And then I finally looked her up, and I'm like, Gemma Chan. And then I've been in love with her ever since. Woman is beautiful. I think she looks like a decently attractive Asian woman. I don't think she's that special. Oh, no. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Anyways. She's not the hot girl last night. The hot girl's the fucking uh, brunette chick with the the nice ass who wears the dress. She's like 30-something, so it's finally like Michael Bay's not not, uh, sexualizing a fucking sixteen-year-old girl like the, la- the last time. She's British. Is she the she's the Star Lord's mom, right? Uh, I think you're right. Yes, and um, yes, and uh, 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 Marky Mark's in this, and he's got the longer hair. Cade Yeager. Cade Yeager. 
Um, my kids know of Marky Mark because of the Transformers film. So when they see Marky Mark and other things, they're like, oh, that's that's the guy from Transformers. I actually pretend because my son's watching it and he's like, you know, he he, he, he follows the movies and he loves watching he, them all. I over cannot over follow The Last Night. So I somehow doubt your son was able to fully understand what's happening in the he, plot he, of that movie. Well, he follows them and essentially that like scene A goes to scene B goes to scene C. Like, but he's just on for the ride, you know, like his father. Transformers. The thing, uh, uh, Optimus is on like a, another planet now. He's talking to like a squid woman. And I'm like, who is this? You Cybertron was destroyed. Where are you? What's happening? It's the end credit scenes. You're missing out. But anyways, so my my children, they finally get to Kate Yeager in Age of Extinction. It's the first time, right? And I'm like, oh, that's daddy. That's- it's fear. <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm like, that's Sam grown up. Like there's Sam all grown up now. He's all grown up. So they, for a while, when they first like were watching it and didn't really catch what was going on, and Age of Extinction was like, okay, wait, that's Sam grown up. Who's Sam? Like, what's going on? Marky Mark Sam now? Okay. Who's like, Sam? Not- Sam is a uh, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, Sam Witwicky, of course. Right, Sam Witwicky. God, yeah, that that would be that would be some revisionist casting, if he grew no, he up. Just, to- no, he grew up. <laughs> no, he finally grew up. He's no longer a little boy. Um, I loved last night. Um, it's not the, the opening prologue. It's not the best. It's it's a it's a it's very Clive Owen King Arthur with with Transformers. Stanley Tucci is playing Merlin. He doesn't need to be, and he's yep. drunk. He doesn't need to be. Um, obviously Stanley Tucci's having fun with this film, but like what this movie just does so fucking well is uh the special effects, the military use. And that whole third act feels like you're right. watching a live-action Super Mario movie. I, I I might as well have dreamed this movie. I I I remember so little about it. I was on my you phone watch it again. the entire fucking movie. No, I hate Cade Yeager. I hate every scene he's with. I, I hate I hate late stage Anthony Hopkins, fucking Westworld, and this. Oh, I where love he just Anthony. Phones. He just gets driven there for a day, and he just like. Uh, uh, it talks very, very slowly, and it's like fuck, fuck you, dude. You sh- a- a- Anthony Hopkins is amazing. By the way, he has imposter syndrome that I totally empathize with, um, and sympathize with. He does not understand how he gets paid so much for what he does. He literally is like, dude, I'm like, I'm like, I show up, I pretend, and I get paid a lot and treated really well. It doesn't make any sense to me. How can you have imposter? I mean, again, he's he's a fucking celebrity, but like. I, I, I'm not recognized. Dude, as... I, I do well at pizza delivery. People are like, dude, you're a really good pizza delivery driver. And I'm like, it just comes naturally. I can't help it. Like, it just, I don't, uh, I don't I do anything to be a good pizza delivery driver. Just, I know the pizzas and I know the cars. I just associate imposter syndrome with like, you know, like, am I really the genius all the magazines say I am? Like, yeah, that's how I feel. Kanye <laughs> West has imposter syndrome. Sure. No but... way. He definitely does not. He feels fine. He knows he's okay. He's like, he's like, I got I mean, He also I'm, might be insane it. and think he is God. Who knows? Um, I, I, I would honestly would love to watch The Last Night with you so you can actually understand why I love that movie. Um, I don't like it. I, I, there's like a the Mexican thing. girl, and like I'm like, who's she's this? cool. Yeah, she's, she's fun. Yeah, her cool character kid. is like in the early scenes. She and builds then she's a wall She's just she with them Wall-E the rest character. of the movie. I'm like, who is this girl? But dude, she builds a wall character. It's amazing. Slash short circuit, slash uh, batteries not included. It's a it's a whole hodgepodge of like '80s type characters almost. Even here's the thing though: what we should watch is Age of Extinction, so we both can say we've watched it all the way through finally. I, I at least and yeah, we can probably I, I try can to figure out what the movie of Extinction. is. There, there's a part in the last night where they're going to the alien ship again, and I'm just like, 
I feel like we did alien ship in the last one. And and I'm pretty sure last night goes back to Chicago again. I think it does. I'm, I'm, I think they go to Chicago for three films I, I, in I a really, row. I really just tuned out on this Dude, one. Dude, I got to tell you, the cocaine and the prostitutes in Chicago must have been amazing. Michael Bay kept going back, allegedly. Yeah, so. let's, let's, what's the warning us about and move the fuck on? Uh, what is the last night about? Fuck if I know. I can tell you. I don't know I, who I, the I, titular I, last night is. Was it Cade Yeager? Was it Optimus? I, I, I think I think Michael Bay was warning us about Gemma Chan and how amazingly hot she is. All right. This list is the only thing I can get. I'm still getting down. Out of the movies we've done. So so wait, let's one, not because we're, we're we only have one film that's left for Michael Bay. So let's just finish the Michael Bay before we move on. We're not gonna speculate about ambulance. We should speculate about ambulance, but we can't do boys for ambulance not yet. So Six Underground, 2019. The last Michael Bay film to be released, directed by Michael Bay. Yes. Um, I give this movie five out of fucking five, boys. I love Six Underground. It it is, speaks to me. Yeah. It is the right amount of cartoon. It's the right amount of violence. Ryan Reynolds is great. The casting is great across the board. Yeah, actually, I, the I'm, I'm torn movie. between two and a half and three. I think I feel like three tips the hat that I actually liked it. But I did kind of. I mean, I, I like it's so disposable, but it's it, it is just a Michael Bay demo reel. It's like there's barely a movie there. It's really just like, wouldn't it be cool if we shot some parkour? Yeah, okay. Yep. Wouldn't it be cool if we shot like magnets on a yacht? Yeah, okay. Yep. How about a plane? You know, one of the gliders. Can we do like a thing with gliding? Can we shoot that today? All right, get Ryan Reynolds, and then we'll we'll make it look like he was in the glider, and let's make a movie yep. around the shit we shot. And it's just like. But it's it's a pretty good demo reel because he's Michael Dude, Bay. Did he put Ryan Reynolds in a fucking glider and told Ryan Reynolds to fly a glider and taught him how to fly a glider? Because there are shots where it looks like Ryan Reynolds is flying a fucking glider. Are there? I mean, he but with face replacement, who, who the fucking knows? I mean, once I found out that like that Hugh Jackman never was even in the limo in the action scene in Logan, I was just like, that was right. all CG. What the fuck are movies now? Michael Bay is quoted as I think saying something along the lines of like. Um, he actually shoots more in camera than people actually give him credit for. I bet he does. He actually, yeah, that's probably true. Uh, I, I'm trying to find this quote. Uh, Especially oh, for Six Underground. This is a Pearl Harbor quote of Michael Bay's. A lot of directors don't want the pressure of a movie the size of Pearl Harbor, but I love it. I thrive on it. Yeah, well. But Michael Bay, here's this quote. I'm one of the few directors that actually shoots a lot in camera. I do think he may have shot some of those Ryan Reynolds glider sequences in camera was that's Ryan just Reynolds a fun in, in day the for them you know yeah I, exactly and and he may maybe it was a two-seater and they used some CGI work and shrank that glider up or something like that I don't know but um this feels like, like Michael Bay's Michael Bay and Ryan Reynolds on vacation just kind of making a movie yes together I like I, you know I don't hate that there's a Ridley Scott movie with uh, Russell Crowe called uh, A Good Year, which is clearly just them on vacation in, I think, France at a vineyard. And like, yeah, hey, let's just make a movie while we're there, you know? This is a really yes. nice vineyard. Like, pull in a camera, find a script, vineyard movie. But they really that, were just having fun in a vineyard. You're absolutely and, right. And, that and, and, feels like that. And also, Adam Sandler's entire career yes, yes, with his yes. friends is going to, like, sure. shitty places like Sandals. 
but a good and year is different. Carnival Cruise, R- Russell Crowe, and 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 uh, uh, Ridley Scott had done so many really intense dramatic films prior to that. Like yeah, like uh, fucking Gladiator, right? It was just fucking, their little vacay uh, between uh, Robin Hood and uh, American Gangster, basically. And Body of Lies, I think. Body of Lies was after that. Was it after a good year? Yeah, after American Gangster too. Maybe that's why he's so fat in Body of Lies, Russell Crowe. That's, last, they ate so yeah, much that's the last time food. working together. Interesting. And then uh, DiCaprio, did he ever work with Ridley again? He didn't, did he? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Adam Driver's his new boy, obviously. I like Six Underground. It is a demo reel, but it feels great. As I said earlier, you you finally see the collateral damage on bystanders that would happen in these fucking like these actual car chases that are in a Michael Bay film. He finally shows you a realistic film uh, from his perspective because he can finally do CGI body doubles getting wiped out. Yeah, you talk about that. But the car crashes are real, and he's using these real air ramps, and he's fucking using all of this like actual practical shit for these car crashes, and he's using great cars, and even if uh, the editing's weird... It's the Alfa Romeo Giulia is the car. In oh, excuse me. I don't really think it's a His editing's car. weird, though, in that scene, because there's scenes where Dave Pretty Franco's ugly, character honestly. has a hat on and doesn't have a hat on, so it's like like literally cuts back and forth his hats on Dave or off. Franco? That's a mystery. Yeah, so you think he's going to be one of the guys, and then he... Uh, yeah, and then he dies. It's great. It's a great thing. And then it becomes the whole thing. It's like, okay, now we got to go get fucking Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre's going to have to I'll be I'll just our, tell you this. Our... Whenever I need to test TV for streaming, like, is the color yes. balance on? Is, is, because if I have to, like, reset the TV or whatever, blackout or something, and it's like all of a sudden motion smoothing's back on. Whenever I'm dialing in my settings, my two Netflix go-tos to, to make it, because, like, with smart TVs, a lot of times you have to turn off motion smoothing for every streaming app you have to do it within the app settings there's not one global setting so you have to do it for hulu you have to do it for netflix you have to do it for... so in netflix the two movies i like to test with are those deep deep blacks that i know michael bay has for six underground and then of course the taylor swift reputation tour oh wow nice. i like to test my you know my my progress my 60 uh frames a second and also my, my, my 24 you know what my test movie is but I use the THX optimizer on a DVD on Revenge of the Sith. Okay. And Revenge of the Sith, I like to te- I like to do watch their test sequence, which is Grievous uh, doing his four lightsabers against Obi Wan. Not even um, 4K. That movie was shot in 1080. I mean, the the master is 4K, obviously. But... Uh oh, really? But uh, I like to rewatch the entire open. No, yeah, well, Disney Plus oh, has three. it in 4K. Uh, the 4K man. Yeah. That's the one thing I'm gonna turn back on the Disney Plus for. Well, that and Soon. and uh, be out there. Get all the Shang Chi. What is is Shang Chi on Disney Plus yet? It, it uh, I think uh, as of Friday. Is Friday it, it is. I think so. Hmm. Friday this Friday. The, the, well, today the day this episode drops is Disney Plus Day. So happy Disney Plus Day. This is the anniversary? Yeah, it's a two year anniversary, and you actually get deals to, on on Friday. Oh, so you do it. You, I'm, I'm maybe I'll cancel Netflix and turn back on Disney Plus. It's only it's- turn on your Disney Plus on today, Friday, because you will get discounts. When does uh, Hawkman? Hawk guy. Uh, November, uh, middle of November. Okay, close to Hawk. Hawkman Hawk and Hawk Girl. All right, what's so what's six underground? Wait, wait, what's worrying your about? underground? What's your six underground boys? I already said three. Sorry, three. Okay, um, mine's six out of five okay. boys because it's six underground. But what was Michael Bay warning us about? 
mercs, and it's very clear when you think about how the Haitian president was taken out, not all mercs are good, and that's kind of what this movie's about. It's about the misfit mercs, and the misfit mercs fucked up in killing the Haitian president. They assassinated him, but they got caught big time in the process. It was almost as if it was a hit gone bad, similar to the plot line of Six Underground. All right. Well, that was that was it. Is Elizabeth Debicki in this? Is she the blonde? Who's the girl? Who's the blonde uh, girl? No, it's the chick from uh, Inglorious Bastards, isn't it? Yes, yes. It's uh, yeah, Mel- Melanie Laurent or something like that. Melanie Laurent. I find her very attractive. And 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 then uh, oh my god, who's the other girl? She's so fucking hot. It's a in this Hispanic movie, chick, right? Um, little, trying to look l- it up l- right Latina? now. It is. Elena Rusconi, maybe? I think. I think I'm thinking of Elizabeth Debicki because the denouement of, of Six Underground is on that yacht, right? And uh, it's like... Yes, it's like, you're thinking of Tenet. Tenet also has a yacht in its finale. And yeah, the, Elena Rusconi is uh, the actress that's in Six Underground, uh, the, the brunette that's like the doctor-ish one or whatever. Yeah. Gorgeous woman, beautiful woman. Michael Bay knows how to pick them. Um, all right, so that's the end of uh, six hundred. Uh, our, our Michael Bay filmography currently as films he's released. Ambulance. What is Michael Bay warning us about? Uh, arrogance in the healthcare worker community. You don't think it's CRT because it's about a white guy learning from a black guy? All the problems of racism that the black guy is dealing with. I don't think Michael Bay's gonna touch CRT. And the white guy's super rich, and the black guy's not rich. I don't think Michael Bay's gonna touch CRT. I think I think he's gonna. He, I think Michael Bay got into an ambulance because he had a bad case of herpes or something, <laughs> and he had a really bad experience, similar to my kidney stone experience, documented Ooh. on this podcast, in which I really thought ERs gave a shit about you, but it turns out they don't. <laughs> And are just kind of rude to you, and then they, you know, accidentally charge you ten grand, and then it turns out no, it was really Love only three hundred dollars. We forgot to use your insurance, so you know, it's like maybe he had a bad experience with an ambulance, and I think he's worrying us about literally ambulances and perhaps just doctors and healthcare workers who honestly well, fucking tired of right now. <laughs> Well, we will, yeah, maybe he's warning us about the uh, about the uh, medical care in the United States. Maybe that's what it is. Medi- maybe that's all. It's the healthcare system. But we're gonna put it down as ambulance right I'm now, not, and we'll have to watch the movie confused. to find out. I'm not saying this for somebody who's like, we need to nationalize healthcare. We need healthcare for all. No, get the government out of healthcare. Run it like a business. I want if I, next time I have a kidney stone, I want to go to a Target or a Walmart and have just be, have oh. their ER department deal with me. Oh God, no! You don't want that. It'd be better than what I went with. I may, may be a so. hospital. So goodness gracious! Ugh. Um, oh, I'm wrong. It wasn't. It was not uh, sexy Elena Rusconi. It's actually sexy Audria Arjona. Hmm. She was number five. That's right, because they all had numbers. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, ambulance. Because uh, it's not out yet. We can't give it a boy. So like it, love it, gotta have it. Like it. I don't think it looks that good. And uh, I don't think that that's good subject matter for Michael Bay is like a, a, a crime. Uh, you know, that that kind of like. Heist. Uh, uh, he, heist. He, famously, Michael Bay apparently once had the script for uh, Phone Booth. Uh, it, 
he was Joel Schumacher's phone booth. Yeah, Joel Schumacher's phone booth script. That script had been around for a really long time. That's why it's about a phone booth. But by the time they made it, it had to be like the last phone booth on Manhattan is about to be demolished, and this crazy thing happens there because there's no we're, we're, we're phone booths. But even by the time it came out, but uh, yeah, it was a script from the '90s. But he had it at one point, and he was just like. How fast can we get the guy out of the fucking phone booth? You know, he's the wrong guy for like a like a taut, like contained thriller. Like you wouldn't want mm-hmm. him for a dog day afternoon type of movie. And that's what Ambulance kind of looks like it's doing. Yeah, you watching the trailer. I thought to myself, I'm like, how much of this movie is really going to be in the ambulance? I don't think Michael Bay can put us in this ambulance the whole time. I'm thinking 30 minutes tops of this movie is in the ambulance. And it's not even a consistent 30 it's a sporadic 30. Like, they stop the ambulance, and they get out for a little while, and they do something, and then they have to go back to the ambulance, and then we get, like, maybe another 10 minutes yeah. in the ambulance before we get stopped down for a little well, while Well, I like those kind of... I like Phone Booth. I mean, I, the movie that did get made. I, I mean, I haven't seen, like... There's a lot... There's that Ryan Reynolds movie where he's in a coffin the entire time. Source Code is kind of like that. They're on a train the entire time, or he's in that little... Literally, that capsule, not to spoil the film, Jake Chilnall. This movie might be a lot like that in that way. I think... Ambulance could be a really good film. I'm going to say gotta have it, to be honest. All right, good enough. Well, you want to rapid fire the Platinum Dunes? We're, all, yeah, we're not doing Platinum boys. Dunes. I haven't seen half of these movies. We're not going to do the boys for these. What's we're he warning us? Talk about what maybe Michael Bay was warning us about. Right. So, Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. Chainsaws. He's worrying us about, cha- about rednecks and chainsaws. Rednecks and chainsaws. All right. What do you, what, what um, you got? What do you got? Did something happen in the media with rednecks and chainsaws? I mean, there was the real Texas Chainsaw Massacre with the game, I guess. And there's the actual Amityville Horror. Maybe he was trying to uh, with Amityville Horror 2005 remake. Maybe he was trying to warn us about domestic violence. I think he was trying to warn us about the East Amityville's on the East Coast. Yeah, East East Coast elites. Oh, East Coast liberals. East Coast liberals, kind of like uh, 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 don't wait. What's the name of that movie? I like elites more, to be honest, because elites. Elites is because that's a little bit more actually in my narrative of life. It's not literally a liberal. What's the fucking Jordan Peele movie? It's all about you know. Get out. Get out. Great movie. I want to say don't speak. All right, the Hitcher 2007 remake. Michael Bay is warning us about hitchhiking. I think he's gonna be uh, well. Oh no! This one's actually I know what this is. This is this is uh, a feminism, the rise of feminism, and and maybe even hashtag Me Too because he's warning us about it. In this version, the Hitcher, the girl survives and the guy dies spoiler alert Sean Bean right old hitcher it's the boy that lives and the girl that dies wait is it Sean Bean hmm? it's Sean Bean right yeah Sean Bean's in the hitcher and he's it was, the um, titular hitcher right yeah and it was Rutger Hauer in the original yeah yeah so I think he's actually t- t- trying to warn us about feminism okay or no or we could say wokeism maybe even sure it's because the, the, the white guy's gotta die in it right I'm not sure if it's really that important. What is injured in her doc, but wokeism, sure. Um, the Unborn 2009, Michael Bay is warning us about Planned Parenthood. Yeah, I would say abortion. I mean, I'm sure the the, the plot of the movie is just like her baby's a demon. I forget, to be honest. I saw it, though. I, I, saw, I mean, all I remember about this, this movie is the poster of Odette uh, Usman's fucking ass, which was yep. really nice. In the bathroom, like when she's up against she's the little white, She's in yeah, white panties. White little panties. Oof. White little panties. Maybe he was trying to warn us about panties, white panties. I think this is him seeing if Odette Usman could be in a movie or act. This was this was his audition for a, a replacement. 
Megan Fox. I don't know why he didn't use her though. I want no more. I, I, if I ever see Michael Bay, I'm, I, that's that's the question I'll ask him, which is why didn't you just use Odette Usman for Transformers Three? Because clearly you you had a backup Megan. And I, I, if you didn't, why did you? Because Odette Usman's just uh, she's like a featured extra in the first Transformers. Oh, I know why. I just Megan Fox was a featured uh, extra in. Uh, Bad Boys 2 is like slutty dancer girl when she was like 16 or 15 years old or something at the club. She was busy. She was busy in 2011. She couldn't make uh, Transformers 3. She was making Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2. That's, that's gotta be it. Mm-hmm. She really in that? Yeah, she really is in that. She played Chloe. She was on House for a while, but it was like It was a voice seasons. role, and it was a direct-to-video. It, <laughs> it wasn't even released in theaters. So she was a dog? She was a voice of a dog? She was a voice of a dog named Chloe I guess fuck never seen it alright Friday the 13th uh, remake what's he warning us about that machetes what, it'd be funny if uh, if, if Odette also call, called Tim Hitler <laughs> to somebody else and that's why that's why she couldn't he's just constantly being called Hitler she's like this period I'm having right now is like Hitler and they're like get her out of here nope she did a Hitler if that's true I'm fucked I can never work for Spielberg I think Friday the 13th is warning us about Trent DeMarco Oh my God, Trent Demarco! Watch out for those, and and and, and he's gonna rape you. What the fuck is he's Horseman? I've never even heard of this movie. Uh, Horseman, uh, let's look it up. Phil, why don't you read the Wikipedia uh, summary of Horseman? Let's find out what this movie's about. There's I'm, no I, link. It's Dennis Quaid and something to do with the apocalypse. There's no link. You gotta Google it. If you go to that link up above, it's in there. Wikipedia says Horseman is a 2009 American psychological thriller directed by Jonas Agerlung. He always uses music video directors. That's interesting. That's that's the Apex Twins guy, I think. Uh, Yeah, it follows Aiden Breslin, Dennis Quaid, a bitter and emotionally distracted detective who has grown apart from his two sons after the death of his devoted wife. While investigating a series of murders, he discovers a terrifying link between himself and the suspects that seem to be based on the biblical prophecies Concerning the four horsemen of the apocalypse, war, famine, conquest, and death. Film was shot in Winnipeg. Um, all right, I never, I don't, I didn't know this was a movie. I thought this is like a direct-to-video movie. Is it? It looks. It has the like release? the the poster of one, but Z Zang's in it. That's interesting. But check to see if it had theatrical release. In, it should say on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Uh, it doesn't give that information. Release date March sixth, two thousand nine. Oh, it doesn't say in that first line above. It doesn't say anything like released in theaters or. I mean, video. the poster says theatrical release poster. So I'm going with yeah. that. I'm going with right. was released in theaters, but I didn't remember it. The film was shot in Winnipeg and was released March sixth, two thousand nine. Yeah, it doesn't say. They don't want to say. Okay, we can get. Into, uh, I'm sure maybe it's down below. Uh, we're, these are taken. Yeah, the production reception. They literally doesn't. It does not say. Okay, well, you have to go. For, apocalypse. He's warning us about deeper. the apocalypse. He's warning us about the apocalypse. Yep. Okay. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, what's he warning us about? Child rapists. Oh, chomos for sure. Child molesters. Chomos. Uh, specifically ones. That- in dreams supernatural ones interesting or ones that think they're supernatural well or, or yeah or, or so rich or have connections to presidents like ones more powerful than you would than a typical like like a Jared like not just your your run of the mill street level one 
Jared. Jared had access, man. Yeah, somebody who has corporate or government backing, <laughs> or All the right. power of of, of dreams. Because dreams so, are, are as powerful as having dirt on Bill Clinton. <laughs> they are. Oh my god. I wish. I mean, I, I would definitely. It seems like a pretty cool dream to have the power of a, like to you know a president. I wouldn't you know use it to do what Jeffrey Epstein did. No, no, of course not. Why would you? Yeah, no. Oh, the um, purge. Okay. Yeah, I think the purge is actually pretty. That's warning us about uh, the purge's franchise. Twenty thirteen to twenty twenty one is like five films total now. Yeah, we're not yeah. doing every one of them. That one's um that no we're not gonna do everyone the, the franchise in general is definitely a discussion about elite for elitism. Those are Bloomhouse. Those are Platinum Dune. Uh, they're Platinum Dune and Bloomhouse. Okay. And um, they are uh, definitely a conversation on uh, 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 elite America. They are a conversation yes. on racism. Yes. For sure. But I think what he's warning us about is a fucking real life situation where there's a real purge. I think he's trying to warn us. Like, hey, it happened. Could, it was a, it was called happen. June 2020. Don't you remember? Oh my god! See, the thing is, is th- I watching the Purge films. You almost feel like in today's world, it's not that far fetched anymore. That I, 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 I already, I already, I already entered it in. I already in the, in the Chaz. Doc. It's about Chaz. He's worrying about, about Chaz slash Chaz Chop. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't call it. It was Chaz. It was always Chaz. I know, they, but they changed yes. the chop because Chad. By the way, much. all right. Finally, it's been brought up, and I remember to fucking ask you. What in the fucking? Anytime we do like a Chaz remix or or talk about yeah. Chaz, but especially in the Chaz Extravaganza episode, you have yeah. you have clips of, of 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 Chaz. Took me fucking forever to realize. Okay, that's Owen Wilson talking about uh, Will Ferrell's character Chaz yeah. from Wedding Crashers. I was like, Wedding what is Crashers. this clip from? When is there a Chaz? But there's Chaz. also a part where a hot, like a hottest sounding girl is going, Chaz, Chaz. What's that from? Um, Airheads. Oh, okay. Because I was like, at what point? Because it sounded kind of like Isla Fisher. And I was like, does Isla Fisher even meet the Chaz character in Wedding Crashers? I don't think she does. So like, that no, wasn't from so. Wedding Crashers. That's from Airheads. Who's Chaz and Airheads? Brendan Fraser. Mm. And that's his girlfriend yelling at him. Who's the girl? I forget. She's actually, I think, someone that you would know today. The voice sounded hot. No, yeah, she's she's somebody I think you would recognize. Airheads. Yeah. Cast. Let's find out. Um, Let's find it together. It, it is it Amy Lockane? Maybe. I don't know if that's someone you would actually recognize today. If that is her. I don't remember the movie Airheads at all. So. Chris Farley's in it. He's great. Yeah. Uh, of course, you have to do the same movie because otherwise you just get the candy. Yeah, maybe maybe it's her. I'd have to go back. I don't remember the actress. Anyways, um, one of these, yeah. <laughs> Airheads. Airheads, yeah, great film. Now I know. know. Speaking of Adam Sandler from earlier. How did you remember that there was a character named Chaz in Airheads to put that together? Oh, I love I love Airheads. Oh. And uh, great stupid Steve Buscemi, also, speaking of. Uh, um, sure. He's great in that movie. Yeah. But but uh, it was one of those things where uh, my wife loves that movie, too. And uh, I, was, I showed it to my kids maybe, like, a year earlier. And and I and, and that was why I remember. Okay, it. yeah, because like you're like that. That was a while ago. Airheads was what? Two, oh, 94? 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, what a yeah. forgettable movie. Chaz. Yeah, like I said. What up? I'm Chaz. That sounded hot, but it was like I was like, where, where does Ballard getting all these fabulous Chazes from? Chaz bites. Yeah. 
That's a great. Honestly, I lo- I lo- I think I think uh, that's I can't one remember of, somebody of all your audio editing for our podcast, the Chaz Extravaganza is definitely standout Ballard uh, uh, podcast edit. That's a good one, that's but a, it's a fun episode in general. It was a good ep- episode. And, uh, the first and, and, two... and Noli apparently listened for about five minutes, realized we weren't talking about Chaz Dean yet, and turned off the episode. Uh, yeah, I remember he. Some I thought it was some. I, I couldn't remember if it was Noli, but I remember somebody had like a criticism about it, like they couldn't follow the episode. No, it was, that was Noli. That was Noli. Okay, I couldn't remember. Didn't understand it. Who is this other Chaz? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a good episode. Yeah, it's definitely a fun episode. I, mean, I guess maybe we didn't establish who Chaz Vorius was or why we were doing an episode about him, but, you know. No, I thought we did. I thought we did. I thought we job. did, too. Just listen to the episode. Maybe not. We gave all the context there. Ouija. We understand it. No, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, genetic mutations? Making the frogs gay? I think gay? this is either... This is Alex Jones saying frogs are gay. Yeah. Or this is China doing mutations on animals. Yeah, human-animal uh, hybrids. splicing or yeah. whatever you call it. Human Gene animal. splicing. There is, I mean, look, if when the war happens and China starts sending its ground shoot troops, if somebody, if if one of the, you know, the the armies that's, you know, marching down, you know, Ballardville, USA, where, wherever your town is in America, mm-hmm. just happens to be an army of mutated half human, half turtles. Half gay frogs. And, and those turtles are wearing, you know, bandanas that are blue and, and orange. They're not named Michelangelo or Leonardo. They don't even speak English. They speak Chinese, of course. And they're not wielding katanas or nunchucks. No. They all just have fucking guns and are shooting all the Amer- the, the dirty Americans in the street. But you'd, you'd still be pretty excited to see them. Like, look, Absolutely. Ninja Turtles. Look at them. Here they come. Get your Disney toys so they know that we're okay. <laughs> you, yeah. You you would just yell to your kids, kids, ho- hold up the Holdo dolls. Yep. And, yeah, and we those, got these for a reason. Those Ninja Turtles would, would yeah, yeah. They, they, they're, they're targeting, because they they're probably also have like cyber, cybernetic implants, because they don't have human intelligence, presumably. Of course. I can't imagine any of the goat-human hybrids that China really has probably make made <laughs> have human intelligence. They're probably pretty retarded. But, you know, you put in a targeting system, whatever, it's, and they target, mm-hmm. and they see the targeting just like immediately goes like, approved Disney product. Yep. Admiral Let Holdo, Rose Tico. You guys are good to go. To go. Camps. I get, Meanwhile, I'll get, yeah. Gina Carano characters are hiding in the attic, all huddled and making sure, you know, hoping that the uh, Nazi mutant turtles don't show up to. Like, Wipe them out. It's, yeah, it's, no, it's, and it's I, scary. you know, I'll frantically grab my fucking like Lego X X wing, and and the, the targeting system will recognize that. That just means I love the original trilogy and or the prequels. You gotta love and the sequel trilogy and or standalones, and especially the Disney Plus products. You don't got something from the Disney Plus products, you still get shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has to, there has to be something Disney Plus. You have to prove it, and it cannot be Cara Dune. <laughs> Oh yeah, it definitely can't be. Don't, Grogu counts. You hold up your fucking Cara Dune doll, you get incinerated in the street. I don't know about Gro- Grogu. Probably is, there's no social messaging there because he's not black or white. Obviously, he's just green. He's just babies. He's just a baby. He's just a baby. You, know, you, you need your Holdo, or you need your uh, Rosario Dawson Ashoka. <laughs> is that her name? <laughs> yeah, Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, because she's got more work lined up. Mm-hmm. As long as she doesn't, you know, mouth off and series. say something about vaccines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't pull the Tisha right. No, Rosario's smart. She knows that, you know, 
shut up for work and stuff like that. I think, and and, and then when to say things properly. I, I mean, how many more <laughs> black women can Disney get away with firing? If it becomes a trend, if it's not just one Letitia, if it becomes like they like several, because Nicki Minaj is in trouble. Like a lot of them are. In tr- black women are fucking voicing anti-vaccine stuff. Maybe it's, they're not allowed to. Uh, yeah, and it's it's like how many times is this gonna be a problem? It's one thing when it's Candace Owens. It's like she's already canceled. She's already on the side. But when it's like Nicki Minaj, when it's Latisha Wright, dude, they wanted to silence the fuck out of Nicki Minaj. That was weird. Uh, like the White House is all like, "Yeah, we'll have a conversation with you, but it can't be recorded." She's like, "I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna film everything for my followers." And they're like, no, then we're not going to have a conversation with it's, you. Uh, it's not Serena Williams, but the other Williams. That no one remembers. Venus. Venus. No, Venus is the more popular. Who's the more popular one? Serena or Venus? Uh, the, I thought Serena. The secondary one, Venus, then, has been saying anti-vaccine stuff. It's like... One of them killed a dude, remember? I think so. They pulled, like, a Caitlyn Jenner. With a car? Yeah. One, I, think, I think it was Venus Well, Williams it's just a problem actually... because they're getting interviewed a lot because of the Will Smith movie, right? So people are paying attention, are having to interview them now. Yeah, uh, King Richard. Yeah, people are having to interview him now, and one of them was like, "I don't trust these vaccines." And it's like, "Oh, <laughs> that's a problem." Seriously? Movie. So Venus Williams is is anti-vaxer too? Well, I mean, all you have to do is say, "Hey, I think maybe if you don't want to get a vaccine, that's cool too." You know, it's like that's that's anti-vax now. That's what we've said. I've I've said that literally on this podcast. Yeah, well, get ready to be Venus Williams. <laughs> get ready to Dude, be Letitia. Somebody who's actually like like got vaccinated and they're like he's anti-vax <laughs> like that would be amazing um i just typed in venus williams anti-vaxxer and nothing came up but there's so I don't, I don't i didn't see it through her apparently she invested in human company or human co i'm not sure what the fuck that is so maybe it's serena serena williams does she not believe in it I will not do it. Tennis stars say they won't take COVID vaccines. Yeah, it looks like Serena may be involved in this. Yeah, she withdrew from the U.S. Open, maybe, because of this. Really? So it looks like. That's that's farther than I thought. I thought it was just, you know. August 28th, 2021, so we're clear. Um, okay. This is what we're talking about. That's recent enough. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I'll just do a quick word search for Serena on this page. Uh, Serena Williams withdraws from U.S. Open. Oh, wait, Serena, not Venus? Yeah, Serena's what this says. Well, that's yeah. even worse then, I guess. She's it's the, interesting she's how the... she's not in the article. She's only captioned by the video that's playing, but I can't hear what's going on because I'm... I'm just saying, you're, you're losing a lot of black women society. Wait, he again. You listen to her? Don't listen to Serena. news about Serena Williams now. The tennis superstar has announced just moments ago she is withdrawing from the U.S. Open due to injury, a torn hamstring. Oh. This is now going to oh. be the first time. But it might be like one of those Gavin Newsom things. With yeah, sure, little, like, sure. Well, I've already filmed, except for Project Almanac. Torn Al- hamstring. I don't remember Project Almanac, but I, I filmed in all the others. So you can just kind of read what uh, felt Ouija final is work. Travis Scott. Michael Bay warned about <laughs> Travis Scott. Yeah, for sure. Uh, dark arts. Well, no, right? no, it was a, yeah, the, the, the Satanists, I assume. Yeah, I mean that's what the Ouija. I haven't seen Ouija, of course. Pro- Project Almanac is about kids figuring out time travel, and I guarantee you that's probably what happened. That kids figured out time travel. By the way, as we said before on the show, I think it was like MIT. They figured out that essentially time travel, yeah. and they even figured out how you can travel into the past, but you can't change anything. The grandfather paradox doesn't even exist. 
you just can't do it. Everything is going to happen no matter what. So, Project Almanac, time travel, a quiet place. Michael Bay is warning us about the eradication of family values. Interesting. Well, that movie got criticized because obviously it's not a right-wing movie made by not right-wing people. Yet, it's, you know, it's it's a white family. The fa- father and wife are still married. They have their kids. She's pregnant. They're not doing it, even though it's the apocalypse and it's it's a lot of work to have a baby in a world you have to be quiet in because there's monsters or sound monsters. They're, they're, they, they never even mention, we should abort it. We should abort this baby. No, th- bring the baby to term. It's a life. The dad, it is implied, already owned a gun before the apocalypse happens. So there's responsible gun ownership. And before they eat, they all hold hands and pray. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fucking like family value shit that I was shocked to see in a Hollywood movie. It's like, why are the families praying? What the fucking world is this? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's awesome. Great movie though. I love, I love Sec- it. Still haven't seen the second one, but I, second one's bad. Saving it. Oh, you ruined it for me. Sorry. Second one's bad. It's actually bad. It's not one of those joke bads where you're like. You get to that third act, you're like, this is bad. I'm worried. It's bad. Yeah, that's why I haven't watched it. Don't watch it. I want to, though. I like the yeah, first then, one. Then, then just know that they don't ruin anything, but he, there's there's an element to the first film I'm not going to get into. There's an element to the storytelling in the first film that he uses in the third act of the second film that's just like, dude, it doesn't work here. Hmm. Sorry. All right. Well, I, I, maybe I'll have to watch that one. Yeah, check it out. But here's the, um, the biggest one. The, re, the the one that sparked all this is, yeah, Songbird yep. is pretty obvious what that fucking was worrying. Was we about. talked about it at the beginning of tonight's episode. Oh, you deleted all my O's? Did I spell COVID with too many O's? You did. It was That's not COVID. No, it's but COVID. But yeah, Michael Bay is warning no, us it's about COVID. not only COVID-19. COVID. Yeah, he, he made this very quickly in COVID because this is how important fast. it was to him. Yes. This was not like, I want to make a real movie later in COVID. Like, mm-hmm. I want to make this movie now, yep. and I need to make sure that Platinum Dunes gets this movie out now. Yes. And so this movie is not only warning us about COVID-19, essentially, as a whole. It's really warning us about variants. Yeah. I mean, he made this. Because the pres- whole film takes place with COVID-24 in the year 2023. Yes. And this true. film is about restrictions quarantine restrictions and societal restrictions because of a virus the only thing that bothers me about it is that the virus in songbird actually does kill people it's not just about like a totalitarian government it didn't go full like 1984 or or uh v for i mean v for vendetta is now like so prescient because it actually like a virus is what allowed them to create that horrible 1984s government and it turns out the gov- the government actually made the virus and intentionally distributed it i, I gotta rewatch people from vendetta now that i'm older well more than that post-covid because it's yeah, like it's, it's basically really... the, the the battle plan why don't we make that a spoiler cast soon sure sure v from vendetta is... it's a good it's a good nice way to have it's that a, basically a sequel to our 1984 episode kind of yeah exactly but it's a lot more watchable movie I highly recommend watching Songbird, not because the movie's actually a, good, a really good movie. It is not a good movie. It's not. But I would recommend watching Songbird, especially was we saw it really early on in, in the uh, uh, pandemic, because it is prescient. We and didn't think it was we, early on at the time, but it turned out to be still very early on. I, I yeah. never thought we'd still be in this shit now. 
Well, Songbird tells us we're in this forever. This is endemic. Yes. And and it might be. And what the scary thing about it is we're starting to see countries like Australia doing some weird shit like camps and arresting people. And one of the big things in Australia right now is that if you were essentially walking outside your house during COVID when you were not supposed to be outside your house, they're going to take your house from you now. Yeah. So – I mean, like, it's, they're, eventually they're just going to start shooting people. And like, look, I, I mean, yeah, there's drones and stuff, but I'm like, I, I, I could you do a Holocaust now in Australia? It seems like they may have. They're doing Holocaust in China. Yeah, but that's in China, like, and in North Korea. That's true. Yeah, if I mean, sure, why not? Then why not? Then why not Australia? So that's what's terrifying about Dude, Songbird. What's going on with the border right now in the United States? Yeah, that's the true. Haitians and all the uh, like, all the refugees and. Dude, even that like visual of, of fucking border patrol agents riding on horses, whipping people with reins, and being like, "No, the reins are used for the horse." Whipping anybody it was just dude. It was driving the horse. I can I can also th- eat an orange like I'm supposed to, or throw it at you. You know, the guy was using the reins like whips, and, and he was doing it to like also like clearly like like scare the fuck out of the. He Haitians. wasn't whipping anybody. He was just driving the horse. There is a the there is a crisis at the border, but it's not it's it's created by you know open borders. But that's my and, point. Like there's like, and now there's a bunch of camps at the border to help with this crisis management. What's I mean I don't know. What's they're not executing camping. people at the camps. They're mostly letting Do, them back oh, really? into America. You sure? Yes. You sure? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm just a stupid little delivery driver. I don't know anything. I don't know. I don't know where you're going with this because most people who are like anti-border I'm camps blame it on Trump. The United but if you're talking about right now, are you saying that like so Trump got all that shit for you know kids in cages? But you're suggesting under the Biden administration, they're literally mass executing people at border camps. All I'm saying is. We have camps now on our borders. Look, I'll I'll say let's go, Brandon. Like the the best of them, but that no, no, I'm not saying I I'm not, you're putting words in my mouth. I'm just saying we have camps on the border. There are countries with Holocaust level working camps currently going on in them. True, both statements are and, true. And there's also another first world country that actually did round up its people and put them in camps, and and it, and that country's called Multiple Choice. Canada, Australia, or both? Probably both, but also America. Yeah, it's kind of both because like Canada's just putting them in like hotels and locking them in hotels for the most part. I think Australia's like, putting people in hotels. Australia's too. putting them in like trailer parks. Mm, yeah, so there's some camps are tall. I mean, some camps are having wide. your own trailer is still a lot better than what I would call a concentration camp for the most part. Uh, yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm not saying concentration. I'm just saying camps and. How much longer do those camps slightly change? How do you throw out these, like, you're, you're basically, this is like anarcho, like, far-right conspiracy theories that my oh, no, centrist co-host is fucking just throwing out here. Meanwhile, I'm, just, I'm, I'm the one with scary camps. pro-Trump opinions, but Bauer's just like, maybe the current administration? Or, or just America in general is oh, ex- I don't think, doing, I don't doing think, a Holocaust I don't think, right now. First of all, most of these camps in America started under Trump, but like... No, they started under Obama. That's that's true too. Some did too as well. No, the ma- you said most. The majority were most. Both. I didn't say Obama most. Right. Majority Obama, but the, but Biden is those operating to create a bunch of camps. Double what we had under the Bush administration. I think that yeah, I th- the things change too, right? But like I think it's just I don't think America is really like 
Like you're thinking like you think Trump and Biden, like you're a very divided person in that way. And you think America focuses that way. And I think, yeah, I think a lot of the corporate media wants you to think no. that way. And I think a lot of no, the corporate you can, media wants you to think about white every versus single black. Republican president before Trump to Bush to, to, Touch, I, I, especially think, at Cheney. Look, you think of it. I in think teams. Cheney was evil. I think Obama maybe was evil, but Trump got a different treatment than the media has ever given any any president or any the politician. The corporate media, the corporate yes. media hated this guy and wanted to get rid of him as Why? fast as possible because he was dangerous to something and whatever that he was dangerous to. Mm -hmm. I think is bad. Yep, I think. See, I I think I think Trump. Is likely... Doesn't make him a fucking hero. He's a guy who fucked porn stars and, and bought gold yeah, toilet I, 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 seats. No one's saying he's a hero. I didn't say he's a hero. I'm just saying I think I think, no, I think Trump is, is the wild card. He's like Charlie for sure. Yeah. But I think they're all part of the same gang. He like, was the can, plan. He was things not going according to, to the plan. Teams, People won't panic when things go according to the plan. Donald Trump was definitely not part of the plan, and we know because powerful people panicked, and we've never yeah. seen that before. And it was yeah. fun oh, to yeah. see. And I want a world where Nancy Pelosi's panicked, release, not one where she's calm and confident and in charge. You know what's scary though is that is that Obama knew, though, to not let Fauci go crazy in China with uh, all the, all the funding, and and Obama reined some of that shit in. And unfortunately, because Trump was so green and different, yeah, he didn't know. He he didn't know, and Fauci was all like, "Hey, let me do my." He my, didn't my know. Shit. I mean, how many people, like, you're meeting all the people. It's like, you, I, none of us had ever heard of Dr. Fauci. Trump had never heard of Dr. Fauci. He's like, Fauci this, is, this is the guy. This is the, the medical guy. He's, you know, he's our, he's our guy you, you listen to. Fauci was huge in the 80s, he has been though, with Bush. in gay circles. He's they been knew with, of him and they hated him. What? Fauci was huge in the 80s because in gay circles, they hated him. Exactly. So, I mean, that, that because of, and, and he was with, uh, you know, Bush during the time. So, it's like, oh, he worked for every president. So, like. You wouldn't be afraid of him, and it's like, oh, he, you know, I, I, yeah, he, he, Obama didn't let him do this thing. Yeah, Obama knew. Let him do the thing. No, but I, I don't know if Obama. Obama knew he shut it down. Yeah, I know, and and maybe that was a matter of, but I mean, like, yeah, but he also knew, like, we didn't. They weren't going to do a pandemic during the first black president. Also, probably secretly a socialist, or at least having social, you know, socialist inclinations in terms of his new world order. He's part of the same. He was part of the, part he of was it. part of the system. They weren't going to yeah. fuck up his presidency. If there's ever a time that they needed to release a virus, it was during the time when America finally voted just wrong, not yeah. in the general election, but makes in the sense. primaries. That if that's how they, it went down, and when I say voted sense. primary, I mean both primaries. They voted wrong. They voted for Bernie and they voted for Trump, and they weren't supposed to vote for either of those fuckers. The Democrats were able to fake it, dude. Put their their stooge in. The Republicans, for whatever reason, didn't, and we didn't get. Michael they Moore didn't just say Jeb. Michael Moore points that out in uh, Fahrenheit eleven nine, where like literally Bernie wins all these states, and then you see the like the super delegate or the delegate or whatever at the DNC convention be all like. Uh, you know, whatever fucking Vermont goes to Hillary. If only Michael Moore was smart enough to realize capitalism is the answer and not socialism. He's got, he gets it more than almost any leftist does. So does Bernie. He does. Oh, because I think it's because he's from Michigan. Yes. Because he saw what happens when yes. corporate, uh, corporate corporations outsource work to foreign countries and then support the product destroying yeah. american workers he thinks the, pro the 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 solution is socializing the the means of production but the answer is uh actual protectionist nationalism which is what trump was doing and what, well, and, and and what it, king t'challa was doing and yes 
And in the end, it screwed everyone over because now we got a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. It all fucked us in the end. Whether it was pandemic or was, just like Trump allowed Fauci to fuck around and Fauci There was always going to be a pandemic. There was Allegedly. always going to be a terrorist attack that, that allowed us to go into the Middle East. They didn't a know what flag. the terrorist attack was going to be. They didn't know what virus was finally going to get out. They probably hoped thank it was going to be a lot more one. deadly virus, frankly, than yeah, the one they actually God. got. Uh, that's the thing also about Songbird is that they, they acknowledge that there's immunity, natural immunity in Songbird. And they talk about in Songbird by the story, the visuals of the story even discuss this by just watching the narrative visually, that the natural immunity is censored. And one of the things in the United States is really interesting is how the conversation of natural immunity is essentially censored yep. in corporate media. But if you go to other countries, it is not a censored topic nope. at all. Yep. That's very true. It's very weird. Let's say Aaron Rodgers, so, right? The other thing that just happened recently is in Sweden, Germany, and France, they just stopped, uh, what, I think, giving MR, mRNA vaccinations to men under the age of 30. Almost three hours. Because they're like, this is fucking too much whatever the heart thing is, myocarditis. Or yeah, myocarditis. myocarditis. They're like, it's like there's too much of this potential going on. Essentially what, what Gavin had for, for 11 they, days. Dude, Germany... France and Sweden have literally said no more vaccines for men under the age of 30. Yeah. Well, maybe That's crazy. Look, maybe Gavin Newsom was just taking his kids trick-or-treating for 11 days straight, or maybe he also had myocarditis, and that's what he's just saying he was doing during that time. Or just a really bad reaction, and he yeah. was just, like, playing it up. Something where he couldn't be on camera, too. Like, he's puffy. Because I love yeah. that Trump was on camera when he had COVID. Like, I, I'm in a hospital. I've undone my tie. I have COVID. He got, <laughs> he got in the car and had them do circles yeah. around the parking lot so he could wave. He exposed those Secret Service agents to COVID. It's like, their job is to die to protect them. Yeah, their job is literally take a bullet like, or a virus. Yeah, I mean, I, I think yeah. and they were wearing masks. I thought masks work. All right, that's it. Nope. That's the episode. We're, we're almost All at right, three we hours. Yeah. Michael Bay knows. All right, so cool. Would you rather, Felk, would you rather fuck Michael Bay butt? Or buttfuck Michael Bay. Yeah, what'd you like to do? Uh, the second one. So here's how I look at it. Buttfuck Michael Bay means that you're buttfucking actually Michael Bay. He's there in person. But fuck Michael Bay butt what could be almost like a mole. Would you, he's not right, there. Here's, here's, a, here's, a, here's a good one. Would you rather get access to fuck all the hot girls from every Michael Bay directed movie that gives you, that gets you fucking Megan Fox that gets you wow. Kate Beckinsale gets you Taylor Leone gets you the hot chick from The Rock that gets you produced or directed only directed only or okay. get access to all the Platinum Dunes girls oh access to all the Platinum exactly. Dunes girls exactly that's the weird thing is that Platinum Dunes has hotter girls yeah, well, Friday the 13th, you get that one chick, yeah, exactly. uh, Juliana. Oh, my God. Juliana Spaghetti. <gasps> oh, and on top of that, Texas Chainsaw Massacre's Dior Barrett and Jessica Biel. That's true. Amityville Horror has... Um, but not uh, but not D Dario, because that wasn't Platinum Dunes. No, she wasn't. You're right. But Amityville Horror, though, Amityville Horror has, uh, has, a, has somebody, Teresa Palmer or Amber Heard as a young... Yeah, uh, Amber Heard's in that. No, Rachel Nichols. It's Rachel Nichols oh, is it? and Amityville. Well, you get her either way. Dude, Rachel Nichols. Oh, fucking Yeah, you fantastic. get Rachel Nichols either way, though. Um, the Purge doesn't really have anybody special. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You, make it, you get Megan Fox and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, you get Megan Fox either way. That's too. That's true. Yep. You get Emily Blunt in Quiet Place. You do get Emily Blunt. 
And Songbird, you get like Alexandra Daddario and Songbird. You still, yeah, so you still get no. Platinum Dunes is the clear winner. Platinum Dunes is the way to go, baby. Yeah, that, that's the only way to go, Alexandra Daddario. Very nice. And Demi done. Moore, which I would still do. I mean, like if I if I got access to all of them, yeah, I'll take Demi Moore. Well, we're talking Platinum Dunes uh, movies that are produced only by Michael Bay. There might be other Platinum Dunes films that he didn't produce. He may just be like, oh really? Executive producer. I he got I'm not sure. All of them. These were the ones that he actually produced. Still, we discussed still, tonight. still, better list of, of, of fucking bulls. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, uh, and you get the chick from uh, the Descendants from Songbird too. <laughs> isn't isn't she in the? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Sophia Carlson or Carson or something like that. She, was, yes, she wasn't particularly hot, mean, but Songbird alone Evie, is pretty good. She's Evie. She's the evil, the evil witch's uh, Snow White, the evil witch's uh, daughter. Demi Moore's yeah, got to be right. like fifty-five, but. I mean, it would, that would still be a fun fucking... That would be a fun night. Yeah, absolutely. Just to say it. And you get Odette. You get Odette. Yeah, you do. You get, you get both... You get you get uh, both Megan Foxes. Wait, I think you get someone really hot with the Hitcher. I think it's like Sophia Bush, right? It is Sophia Bush. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who is not... Oh, my God. ...related Platinum to the jo- to George and Jeff. Huh? Holy shit. Yeah. I'm shocked. No, Platinum Dudes is like basically... I mean, like... Look, I mean... He, yeah, he's got also connections to Victoria's Secrets models, angels, which we don't have anymore because they're not woke. Now it's gonna be fat girls. Oh, by the way, he directed some of those commercials. There's a lot of Victoria's Secrets commercials. Yeah, yeah. He knows what he's doing. He does. All right. Well, cool Low boy shot. nation, email us any of your would you rather's by sending them to the Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Cool boy nation, email us at the Cool Boys. It's not Cool Boy. What? Read it again. Cool Bay Nation. Yeah, of course. There we go. The rest is the same, though. Cool Bay Nation. Email us at the Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. New episodes come out on Fridays. Yes. Train by Bay. This episode might come out Saturday, but uh, it depends on how Aww. busy my Friday is. The day after Disney I'll Plus day. Train by Day. Cool Bay's Bay Cast by Night All Bay. All Night. Oh, baby. Make sure to like and base subscribe. Base scribe. The making mm-hmm. an authorized distribution of this Baycast allegedly supported our 1,500 Bay jobs and involved hundreds of thousands of Bay hours. Mm-hmm. Review Bay on Apple Baycast. <laughs> Please review Bay. Best of Bay. Great Bay is a Bay screw Bay to the Bay Street media. <laughs> and Bayman and Bayond. Still making episodes of that? Yeah. On Apple Pop. In fact, we're actually we're in a little bit of a delay right now due to technical difficulties. Um, apparently firing uh, a gun on said whole bunch wasn't uh, very helpful uh, when Alec Baldwin did it too. You accidentally shot Steve, did you? Yeah, maybe. With a live gun. <laughs> with a live yeah, round. Live round, baby. On Apple Bay, cast sound, Bay, Bay, Bay Defy, and Bay 2. China yeah. Special Bay, thanks, publicity department of the CPC Bay Zing Yang. Uyghur Autonomous Bay Region Committee. Bay you. We, we, we have to say that every time because I don't want us to forget the when, when the future looks back at this moment and says, look at the world, how they allowed a Holocaust to happen for so long. I want us to be able to go, we constantly mentioned it. I mean, also, like, look, just, just, just say, look at your, look at your mouse, look at your, you know, your, your watch or whatever. And just, just note that it says, Made by China, China, and imagine that you know you just had stuff that said "made by Nazis," and you knew it, and you didn't care. Yeah, you just didn't care because whatever the the, the, it was the Jews didn't affect you. No, 
They're over there. Mm-hmm. Over on the other side. All right. Bay you for listening. Bay cool. Cool Bay Nation. Until next time, it's Baysies from Michael Bay. Felk. And that's Baysies oh, no. from Michael Bayard. Lard. Baylard. Why did you pronounce the double L as a, as a Y? Like, like. It's Spanish. Yamo. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know any words that start with double L. Pollo. Pollo. That doesn't start with it, but yeah. Gallo. Pico de Gallo. Yama. Yama? What's that? Llama. Yeah, you say llama. That's not Spanish. That's uh, Peruvian. I don't know. Maybe they say llama. I'm guessing they say I think llama. they say llama. We say llama. Llama. We- Bayard. All right. All right. Stop recording. That was our episode. <laughs> Standing American boy. Fire! You excelled in all things. Oh my god. You son of a bitch. Fire! See, I got a huge cock. Oh my god. So you can run and tell that. God damn. Oh boy. I'm not a goddamn seller. Get out of here. The whistles got woo.